Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the turbulent waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Gibbering Mouth Bellicon, Sam Blithering Eye Burns, and Ellie Athlete's Foot Sparrow. What the fuck? <laughs> We have to return to the normal <laughs> Those order were sometime. all weird. Oh, God. Why are my athletes They were all fun? weird. <laughs> but mine wasn't... It didn't None even, of those were good. It didn't even follow the sound joke that you were making. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will admit to a sudden surfeit... No, not a surfeit, a dearth of inspiration on that one. It's yeah, okay, I'll give you a D6. I'm a bard, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're in person with Sam uh, this week. Yes! We, we, we are back Robbie, in sunny Devon. Yeah. <laughs> We're in Devon. Every year, Ready. Sam has a party for um, him and his dad's joint birthdays where we all camp in the garden and drink lots and sing in front of everybody. It's all the best things on one yes. evening. Mm. It's lovely. So we're over here. But... Sadly, uh, Rob's is not with us. Yeah. Um, but we do at least have mm. three of the party assembled. Uh, for one, and unlike last time, we're not doing this at opposite ends of a ridiculously long dining room um, with me narrating through a proscenium arch. Uh, <laughs> that was scary. Yeah, we are actually all now gathered around a single mic. You were dramatically uh, framed, though, it yeah. must be said. Mm, very dramatically framed. Uh, in terms of dramatics this time, uh, Sam has lent me a wizard's cloak. Mm. Uh, to wear mostly for warmth but also for drama yes <laughs> drama is very important it's very important yeah. speaking of drama this sounds like a good time uh, for messages from the present so part oh, future us present. we're in the present no we're in the past we're in the past I yeah. know we are so never mind bye future Jason <laughs> if you can hear us knock three times Hello, it's Future Jason with messages from the present. To begin with, uh, I'd just like to mention our latest sponsor, returning again this week, Libris Arcana. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. If you head over to librisarcana.com, then for less than 12 US dollars, about nine quid, you can receive a set of seven premium dice and three randomly selected bonus dice every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast within. This month's dice set is Dark Galaxy, but as die-hungry beasts go, I find myself curious about the provenance of the melted unicorn. She waits, she watches from an iridescent pool. The melted unicorn is patient, for poor, unwitting fools. When they hunger for dice, for a gambler's rolling snack, she'll rise up from her broken form, a psychedelic pact. Additionally, listen up for a spot from our friends over at Party Vantage during the break this episode. This week on Robbie Watch, Robbie will be in Wales, performing at Venue Kimri in Hwandidno. Fun fact, uh, there is no I in Kimri, and there are no C's in Rwandidno. That's Welsh for you. 
This month, from the 23rd of October to the 3rd of November, Ellie's company Break the Verse will be producing their latest play, Schrodinger's Dog, a play about a man who wants to kill himself and accidentally takes seven people hostage, all of whom have the potential to save or destroy him. The show will be on at the White Bear Theatre in London, 7.30pm each night and 2.30 matinees on Saturdays. You can book tickets at whitebeartheatre.co.uk. This coming weekend, Inkwell Investigations, my escape game company, will be at UK PonyCon in Nottingham. So you can find me and Sam as Professor Inkhoof and Archduke Gallop. If you're a brony, come along and play. We'll be playing a ponified 30-minute version of our escape game Murder History. Throughout the con, tickets are a tenner if you book in advance on inkwellinvestigations.co.uk. 12 quid if you rock up on the day. And finally, we're all going to London MCM Comic-Con on Sunday the 28th of October. We're not guests, we're just there for fun. So, come over, and if you spot us, we'd love to chat. If you wish to summon us, try loudly singing the theme tune, and we may converge upon your location, shark-like. Well, that's everything from me. Back to you, future Jason. I'm going to tell that as a no. <laughs> We're just all processing that right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, just <laughs> it's taking me a minute. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. Right. Uh, unless we have anything else to say in the here and now. Nope. I think so. Okay then. Uh, I don't want to die, then so I think was. maybe we should make up some things. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, in that case, I'd say that it's about time for us to begin. Flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party has for some time now been making their way through the city of Crosswater, attempting to root out the menace of the darkening shadows that plague this town. After successfully rooting out one nest uh, within an abandoned, well, not a very, a very functioning grain silo, uh, which had sadly been uh, laid low and only, their presence only detected by the presence of uh, rotting grain, the party proceeded to try and track down further nests. While not successful initially at finding another hiding place, they were able to gather some success in uh, tracking down a couple more victims, isolating and eliminating one or two individual shadows on their ways, uh, killing and reproducing. And were able to with mixed success, scry upon their long-time enemy, Olga Gristlegums, finding out a little bit more about uh, her nefarious plans. 
the party were able to make a new friend and ally uh, in the form of the orcish priest victor fass uh, who is then willing to provide them with a little aid including a blessing uh, from his patron saint with the aid of uh, the party's well spiritual friend friend they managed to track the possible location of more shadows within the sewer network beneath the city heading down through the access way they'd been into before they traced their way back to the uh, hub the sort of hub point between multiple major sewer tunnels where they had previously encountered the chul. Finding the chul's now suspiciously rotten body, they proceeded to investigate, only to find that a number of shadows were lying in wait. Before we begin combat, I'm going to remind you a little bit about the layout of this chamber. The chamber is mostly circular, uh, and in its original design was a connecting point between four different uh, storm drain tunnels going north, south, east, and Dennis. Sorry, west. <laughs> um, however, as you had uh, previous... Uh, uh, you entered from the southern tunnel, which is where you'd originally found them. You recall that the northern tunnel is completely blocked up with uh, rubble and detritus that had been uh, packed into place by the Chul's landscaping efforts. Uh, you have not proceeded down the western tunnel before, uh, and the eastern tunnel, of course, had a portcullis which formerly raised and lowered until it was damaged in the battle with the Chul and was since uh, pried open through a mixture of force and uh, heating, thanks to repeated applications of the Firebolt spell. Mm. The southern entryway uh, is partially blockaded off by a heavy barricade of rubble with a narrow passageway uh, offset to one side. You discover that, the pa that uh, this narrow passageway was rigged to collapse if someone passed through it incautiously. Uh, likely sending the whole barricade uh, coming down on them. However, uh, there was a very there is a very narrow, perhaps two feet between the top of the barricade and the ceiling, where three of the shadows, because of their amorphous forms, were ultimately waiting and hiding. To the north of the room, there was a human trap uh, that had been set up in the form of a crate full of uh, what the Chul perceived to be valuable items, booze and money, <laughs> uh, surrounded by two, with two more sort of barricade walls, shielding it and forcing anyone going for the human bait to go through a narrow passageway, which had a trap with uh, several sharpened thigh bones. Uh, the uh, trap has since been sprung and consequently disarmed, uh, but the, do, the barricades do provide a defensible position uh, and do indeed reach all the way up to the ceiling uh, with those ones. So those, okay, uh, those, uh, so that does re represent a small 
uh, choke space that could conceivably def- be defended. Okay, How so big would it... is the gap at the front? Five feet. Five feet. Okay. So it's you know, just we enough for one person to do at a time. That if we all stand in front of each other with Corson at the front and me at the back, yeah. we can see over the top of each other. You yes. can. <laughs> uh, there is about... Um, there, are th- there are roughly, uh, you know, give and taking a bit, there's roughly space for three characters to stand where the human bait was, mm. like in that mm. sort of area protected by the barricades. However, that is at the north of the chamber. Uh, in between the southern and northern barricade... Uh, there is a deep pit, uh, about 20 feet deep at its uh, lowest point, filled with sewer water, so it was not immediately obvious, although you have previously discovered the depths of it, and was indeed used as a stalking spot by the chul. Um, this, uh, this pit continues all the way across the centre of the chamber. It only levels back out into normal sewer tunnel uh, at the mouth of the east and west tunnel. Mm. what the three of you uh, chose upon making your way through the barricade knowing that the uh, pit was there you chose to hug to the barricade walls Uh, and uh, on that side you managed to carefully clamber your way along so the three of you I don't think we actually made it over because I never rolled the athletics check I think we started climbing We we were about to go and then we looked in the water Okay. And because uh, I remember not rolling the check and going, mm, we haven't made it. Okay, fine. I know I'm going to say then that in order to have looked at the water, you sent the lights down. I yeah, think I was on down. a wall. By you now. were on a wall. I think I yeah. started. Leading. The way this looks yeah. to me then, because from because I made some notes here, it looks okay. like the. Uh, Celestia, you'd started climbing to the barricade, so you're hanging on the wall, you know, fairly securely, but you could be not good. Off. <laughs> yeah. Um, that puts either Causin or Scamp in the middle of the sort of barricade passage uh, gap on the southern mm. barricade, and uh, Scamp or Kelsen, respectively, behind the barricade. Be humming lay mis okay. all night. Yeah. No, it's, it's like fault. horrendously yeah. awful. <laughs> I can't stop. My brain just keeps going beyond the barricades. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, regardless, one of you is in the choke point. One of you is on stable ground. Celestia, you are currently yeah, on the... Hanging. Yeah, you're hanging on the side of a wall. I don't uh, think for long if I have anything yeah, to say there, about it. But, um, as I said before, there are four hmm. shadows you can see 20 feet below at the bottom of the uh, of the water uh-huh. where they've... Uh, okay. where they've The two light, dancing lights you sent down there are now illuminating them. There are three on top of the barricade that you'd only just noticed because uh, of realising, with again, the lights. And uh, they... While this isn't a surprise round, yeah, this is... It's still a surprise. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, so yes, so they the are. the shadows are on the north bar- barricade. You uh, no, the three shadows are on the top of the s- southern barricade. They were literally okay, squeezed literally... in a narrow, one foot tall gap. Oh yeah. Okay, we're in front of them. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're in front of them. Whoever's in the middle, can I ask you to decide that? Who is standing in the choke point of the, of the southern barricade? Uh. I think it would make sense that it was causing. Mm. Causing then. I'm not entirely confident okay. what you mean by a choke point. Uh, the five foot gap. Okay. So there's a five foot gap in the yeah. northern barricade. 
and a five foot gap in the southern one. That makes right. sense. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's the point where the trap is that collapses the bar- collapses the barricade. Right. Brain. Um, but mm-hmm. because you guys know where that yeah. is, you can stand yeah. without setting that off. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that would have worked if the person in question happened to be just blind drunk. I was like, oh, yeah. money! Wow. <laughs> yeah, the chul was somewhat cunning, but perhaps not entirely understanding of humanoid psychology. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the bone trap bloody worked. It stabbed Scamp. Yeah. It did. You got really fucked up. We right didn't now. spot it. Mm. Yeah, and it would have been lethal if the chul had been alive because it, it restrained you as well. Yeah. Which would have yeah. been yeah. fucking awful. Uh, so, <laughs> really, yeah. really Scamp, bad. you are kind of back on stable ground, just, be, yeah, okay. just to the south of the southern barricade. But you can see everything happening. Causing, you're in the five foot space where the trap is, um, okay. without setting the trap off. And Celestia, you are on the other side, hanging onto the wall where you've just looked up and down and noticed this. Yeah. And are currently having the oh shit moment. So, so can I see round the corner to where the other yeah, three? Yeah, you can. I'm going to say your positions. So you can all see everything. Right. Everybody's seen everything. Yeah. That's helpful. Okay. Yeah. So, so, super yeah. Helpful. Uh, relevant to that, then, I think. I right, there's my notes. I think this would make an excellent time for everybody to roll initiative. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know which one oh, to use. Oh, fuck's sake, that is terrible. Ooh. Okay. Could be worse. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Mine's awful. Nope. Mine's awful. Oh, yours is worse. <laughs> <laughs> roll for the shadow. Uh, I find being able to see what you can roll quite stressful, actually. Yeah. Like, it adds something. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Not used to okay. being able to see until you yeah. <laughs> So, uh, can I ask... I'll just go this person by person. Uh, Scam. <laughs> that was... 19. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, Celestia. Six. And Corzin. Six. <laughs> oh. Can I have your dexterity scores from each of you, please? Ed. Plus two. Plus four. Yep, so causing first then. Dexterous as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, I love rangers. Yeah. Scout. Rangers are fun. You're up first. What would you like to do? Well. Great. <laughs> um, I mean, you can see over causing the head quite easily, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how far away is the pit from me? Uh, the pit is just a little over five feet. It's literally where, just after where Corson is standing, the pit starts. Okay. And they're 20 feet down. Yeah. And I've got my little brain thing. Yes. And there's four of them in there. Yep. Larry, that seems like a good time to do that. Okay. I'm going to chuck the brain in. Yeah, you (laughs) hurl the brain. It hits the water with a splash and sinks down. And then you just see it sort of... Uh, flicker for a moment and these little blue lights start to appear all around this sort of uh, crenellations of brain tissue before the whole thing just goes Ooh, um, uh, creepy psychic break yeah okay so that's uh, wisdom saves Fuck. from each of them I was really worried that was going to float because it's oh, a brain. God. Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> it's also dried brain. Uh, no, that's true. That's so, true. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have. Well, no, the... dried. Mm. Uh, it's light. Just out of curiosity, did you write down what I set as the DC for that? Oh, did I wrote nothing about the brain down? That's Someone right. else handed it to me after we bought it. Oh, that's did you? Fine. I, I might have written it down on my episode twelve notes. Let me just check. I've literally written 15 foot square psychic down. I know what I think they <laughs> Nothing were else. and I'm pretty sure it was DC 13 so yeah that makes 
because it's actually narrow enough that that makes a difference. Uh, my notes are extremely unhelpful. <laughs> yeah, it's DC 13, I believe it was. Uh, okay. Which means... Oh, boy. <laughs> so one of those made their save. Okay. Two did not. Okay. It does, okay. It, it does a 15-foot cube, so... There's four of them. of them down there. Four of them are down there, but they're spread out, stretched out in a line. Oh, okay, nah. spread out. Yeah, okay. so one of them is just outside the range. Okay. Uh, if you can give me 3d6 psychic damage, please. Oh, that's shit. No. <laughs> that is a nine. Oof. Alas, it's not quite enough to uh, take any of them out entirely. Uh, however, uh, you do as it passes, you can see that um, two of them, like as the as the pulse seems to pass away and the remains of the brain just disintegrate, uh, you can see that two of them are visibly shaken. As in, literally, they are shaken around, and parts of the shadowy substance of them just wisp away, mm-hmm. leaving them much reduced. Do they move, okay. as you would expect something to move underwater, slower and more sluggish, or, or are they like just entirely unaffected? They by seem it? to be entirely unaffected by it. Okay, that's. Are uh, any of those yeah. Yeah. any of those ones causing? Uh, looking around. Uh, one of the ones up on top of the barricade um, is the cause of one. I was going to ask that. Thank That's you very much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Uh, bonus action. Bonus action. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to drink my resist necrotic potion. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, that's going to, uh, that, that's, okay, as a bonus action, yep, you are now, for the next hour, uh, you take half dam- half necrotic damage, and you are, and strength drain from these things is similarly reduced. Good, good. Okay, and then I'm gonna back the hell up. Okay, yeah, you can get, Because uh, no good can come from yeah, me standing you, there. you get 30 feet well back down the, cor- uh, the, 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 uh, sewage tunnel. Uh, okay, so it's... Keeping an eye out for more shadows behind me. Alright, let me see... Oh, God, I hadn't considered that possibility, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, what do these... Which of the, Okay, so I'm going to just do a check for each of these and who their preferred target of choice will be. Uh, so... Okay, so that's one for Celestia. One for Corzin. Two for Celestia. Congratulations, Scamp. None of them are attacking you. You know, that's really good. You have the least strength. Well, they'd, they'd get enough. Yeah. Uh, attack of opportunity if they tried to get past. Uh, yeah, then it's time for. So. No. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, so that's three on Celestia, one on Corzin. Fuck, mate. Four on Celestia, one on Corzin. Five <laughs> attempting to kill Celestia. Um. Please write her a good obituary. Yeah. Make it suitably dramatic. <laughs> and yeah, two, two, two are going to attempt to attack Corson. All right. Good. They're just, right. They've seen this exposed figure on the exterior. As if this is happening mm. before I can take a fucking potion. Mm. Oh, if I go unconscious, this is really bad as well. By the water. Shit. Right, you you won't be immediately killed, though, because you've got the uh, death ward. Yeah, true. It's true. Uh, okay, Corson, what's your armor class? Uh, 15 15 nope sorry that was a 16 uh, so one of them manu- uh, one of the ones fr- uh, from the top of the barricade uh, and it's actually your shadow filters down and plunges his hand into your chest you feel a coldness follow up 
Another mm. one floats up and tries to grab your leg, but you're, it's not quite able to reach. Okay. Uh, you do, however, take... Eight points of necrotic damage. Okay. And two points of strength damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, the ones that now some are going to go against Celestia. Uh, nope. Fourteen? Yeah. One hit. Two hits. And three hits. Okay, that could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, so. <sighs> okay, so that's six points of necrotic damage from the first one. That's all my opium gone. Yep. Uh, <laughs> another six points from the next one. Mm. And. Slightly different die rolls on each one of these, but yeah, another six points from the third yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, you do take nine. Uh, how much? Uh, how much strength do you have total? Thirteen. Well, you take nine. You now have four. Shit, I'm fucked. Oh. <laughs> what does that make my modifier? Your attacks are dex based, though. You've got a rapier. Minus three. Yeah, minus three. Thankfully. Okay, so I'm now at. Yeah, no, these guys, these guys rolled high, high on their initiative check. Uh, so, okay. I wonder if the mic's picking up quite how heavy my breathing is. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a bit of it. I'm getting a yeah. tiny bit. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess uh, you see whoa. Celestia, four of them going to her chest, and she goes, <gasps> and yeah. looks really, really bad. Do I manage to keep holding on to the wall, actually? Oh, uh, oh shit! Give me an athletics check. Yeah, because I'm not sure. Which I is bearing in mind nice. is reduce is now like yeah. Four less than it would be normally. Um, three less. Three less than it would be normally. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, you hold on to the wall. Yeah. You don't. You don't. <gasps> I don't imagine very well. But yeah. yeah, you just feel as multiple hands just plunge into you, begin to suck power and life out of your muscles. You can feel your heart's beat just slowing, becoming glacial, mm. as all of this is drained from you. Uh, so, while uh, while that's happening. Two are now kind of uh, focused on causing, basically. They're, sort of, they're basically flanking you. One is by yeah. the water's edge, reaching up. One is, you know, the, and the version of you, uh, the, your shadow is now standing by you, plunging his hand into your chest. And the other one's How, basically uh, through the back. Yeah. How, uh, yeah. Well, it's trying to go through the back, but it's, it can't yeah. reach you. Yeah. It's, you know, it just it misjudged it. Yeah. Uh, however, five are now clustered around just all around Celestia. Three of them are almost stand... They, they are basically either the, doing the equivalent of treading water. They're not exactly standing on the water, but it's more like they're just floating at hip height right. on the water. They're not making any effort to tread, but they, it seems that they can't just you know, stand on it as if they're walking on water. Okay. Um, so two of them are clutching to the walls. So, uh, so yeah, there's three directly in front of Celestia, two either side of her. She's kind of surrounded by these things. Okay. Causing you are up. However, they are all functionally out of the water enough for like attacks to hit them without worrying about water. I've penalties. got to get these two away from me before I can do anything for her. Otherwise, they are yeah, going to turn fair. me into mince meat. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to unsheath both of my uh, uh, scimitars into uh, the. Causing clone in front of me. Okay, go for it. 
That is a 16 to Hits. hit. Roll damage first. Uh, okay. This is with death. That is eight points of slashing. Okay, it slices through and uh, takes off one of the arms, which flickers and, uh, and filters for a moment before disappearing entirely. One-armed causing still remains. Okay. Uh, next Other one. one, please. I grit. Uh, so I assume the other arm is like in my chest. Yeah. So. Actually, no. I will say that was the arm you took out. Okay, fair enough. The, yeah, that's oh, that's. Uh, I say you're not half the man you used to be. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm giving you inspiration. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Can I use that inspiration immediately to re-roll that attack? Uh, if it, uh, you, you could, I haven't said I don't know whether the attack hits so you can you can use that d6 now if you want yeah sure uh, yeah I'm going to use it because I rolled an 11 so, but, so it might yeah it might make a difference come on uh, that's a 15 that hits oh thank you and an 11 okay. would not so yeah that was quite fortunate <laughs> okay <laughs> right so this is just with the regular uh, scimitar it's somewhere around 12, 13, isn't it? We looked at it previously. Okay, like that's, that, yeah. uh, that's a 10. Okay. Uh, it's not enough to kill Shadow Causing Outright because this is the normal yeah. scimitar, but again, you I'm going to say you slice through off his other arm and there's a brief moment where the whole shadow seems to dim before two new arms grow back. But he's now much reduced. Oh, that's just cheating, that is. <laughs> right, um, can I back away from them both without getting an opportunity attack? Uh, not really, because the problem is that you are sat, you are in the five-foot space. You're sandwiched between them. So right, if okay. you back from one or the other, and backing from Shadow Causing would involve going into the water, yep. you're going to get an opportunity No, okay, yeah. fine, fine. That's, um, yeah. And yeah, you used your bonus action up on the second attack. Fair enough. So no, you that's can't fine. Drink your, you can't drink your necrotic oh, uh, potion. Yep. Uh, okay, Celestia, you are surrounded. Okay, I'm going to panic and do a second level thunder wave. Great. Good shot. Yeah. This is your constitution yep. save? Um, I'm not going to use a guitar or anything like I usually do. Celestia is literally just going to go, ah! And there's going to just be this yeah. like... It's, it's, it's actually a death metal scream. Yeah. 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 Oh! That is definitely yeah. what happens. Yes. Okay, so these are con saves. Yeah, so they are con saves. Your DC is 14? Uh, 15. 15 now. Yep, thank you. Does that get any of us? Good damage. No, I shouldn't... Oh, I don't know. It's not terrible. No, because there is solid wall between uh, between Causin and you. Okay. Although that does prevent something. That does present another problem. So three of them make their saves and take half damage. Okay, so it's fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, three of them rolled natural sixteen, natural nineteen, natural seventeen. Yeah, but they still take half. So oh yeah, they still yeah. take half. Those three are not, however, shunted ten feet away, which is more yeah. Than, but the other two the are. Two are. Okay, I'm going to say two of those guys are, yeah, the, so the two that are on, like, by the barricade, clutching either side of you, are hurled off into the water. Nice. Where the, wa- yeah. the water gently ripples where they land. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Mm. And they sink to about waist height. 
Creepy. I'm kind of glad that it did ripple. I feel it would have been worse if it hadn't. Yeah. Uh, Rob, yeah. So what's your yeah. damage? Standing on the top of it, that's mm. just. What was your yeah. damage? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yes, uh, it's a three d eight because it's a level two one. So. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna be fun. Um, so two <laughs> of them were, as I said, two of them uh were knocked away. One was only damage. Yeah, three, three, three resisted. So that guy, so they, so the three that resist take seven points of damage. Uh, so, uh, which means including the guys who are on the walls. All right. Um, are they are they resistant to thunder or resisting full? Damage? Oh shit! No, they are resistant as well. Oh yeah, they are. So that yeah, makes yeah. a difference. I shouldn't have said that. No, no, it's fair enough. Check, the, no, fair fair, fair thing. Though, fair like, point. Fair yeah. point. Uh, which means that that gets reduced again. I'm going to call it, yes, yeah, so it's to three for the ones that, ma- that made it. It's the best thing I could do when surrounded those guys. Yeah, no, so good, yeah. good idea. Uh, however, the two that, um, I'm going to say that two, yeah. However, the the two that didn't resist um, are not in the best of states. In fact, there's not even a not in the best of states to be reflected on for those guys uh they'd all they'd already been hit so uh two the two two of the ones that didn't resist i said they're blown away they hit the water and something ripples but they're actually just uh fragment out of existence okay so we're down to five now so there's five of them okay. total. Yeah, that's a good start and okay. i'm also going to down a potion of necrotic resistance if i yes. can in the position that i'm in yeah you've still you can you you, you don't need you, you've got a hand free yeah so okay cool and then yeah, i'm gonna one hand clutching to the yeah. wall oh i can't really move because i'll get attacks of opportunity so i'm not going to do that yeah cool i'm really glad that i'm death warded on full strength to be honest because that's, yeah. yeah yeah that's scary yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, okay, that may- brings it to the top of the round. It is scamp time. Right. Or Can scamp I time see or scamp channel. Celestia? Uh, you you can't see her because she's on the other side of the barricade, but you know where she is and you can see some of the shadows clustering around her. Okay. How many shadows around her? Is it three? Uh, at your, you two. just saw two get blown away and disintegrate. You can see the two either side of Corzin, so you, could, you would guess three, yeah. Great. Okay. Um, can I see them though? Can I get into a position without? Going you can to get into a position. Uh, I'm going to say you, you're going to need to kind of go back to almost where you were before. With a, that's fine. But yeah, you can do, you can just get into a position which doesn't which wouldn't put you right next to the cause and shadow. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to burn a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. <laughs> Fabulous. So, I am going to use. Two sorcery points to cast Mage Armor as a bonus action. Okay. Cool. Worth it. <laughs> yep, just uh, just desperately tying the leather around your horn. And then I'm going to use my other two sorcery points to twin Phantasmal Force on two of the ones next to Celestia. Ooh, nice. Mm. And these things, Phantasmal uh, <laughs> Force. I'm just going to double check this. This doesn't have a minute. Does this have a minimum intelligence requirement? I don't um, think so. Don't think so. Nah. I, if there is, we haven't been using it. Oh, that's why, because, yeah. We did it on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> we did do that. That's true. And, yeah, that's fine. No, that's it. Uh, I, I was intelligence. So this is intelligence them. saving throw on on two of them. Uh, which Sorry, was it the two attack, Two of the ones attacking Celestia? Uh, yes. Cool. Okay. 
So they make those at, I think, yeah. Yeah, these things are not really very intelligent at all. Uh, so those are both failures. And then on their turns, so long as they don't leave their spaces, yeah. they take one. Um, it's, it's a 10-foot cube the image okay. so i'm creating a wall of radiant light around them nice. so they think they can't Ooh, walk nice. through it oh yes okay Love that makes a difference okay so that's two of the ones on the it will still be psychic damage but yeah which, which still affects them so they'll understand it to be radiant okay cool. nice <laughs> you see them the two immediately recoil. that's all of my sorcery points oh shit <laughs> okay. all of them <laughs> Take a week. Have I got any math for this left? one? Can I back up? Like, you can back up another 10 feet, I'm going to say, because you kind of ran yeah, backwards and then forwards and then backwards again. Mm-hmm. So you're a little bit further away, but that's about it. Okay. Uh, the t- <laughs> two shadows... Uh, the two shadows would basically try and run in this situation, um, but roll d6 da- psychic damage for both of them, please. Okay. Um, six cool. and one. Okay. <laughs> the extremes here. Great. Yep. Okay, they seem to both react as if burned, but um, yeah, these guys would try to look for a way through the radiant force to escape. They do have a sense of self-preservation, okay. so this this is their investigation checks. So one of those was a natural four, and the other was a natural twenty. Okay. Uh, again, again, the extreme. Yeah. 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 Uh, the guy who, though, actually, the one that was more damaged, unfortunately, was the one that uh, realised this is an illusion. Um, okay. And at the point where he realises it's an illusion, it no longer deals him damage, unfortunately. Yeah, but he takes the damage. But he took the damage initially. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. He was the the other one is still the other one is now look, frantically flitting side to side as if it can't escape this box there's a moment where you briefly kind of see the the, the one that has realized what's happening it's the silhouette of its head glances over slowly and it sort of raises its hands in a seriously what kind of gesture <laughs> before shrugging and going back to, to, to hassling though it can no longer attack on this turn celestia i feel like it almost does like a glance to camera like. yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, okay, so uh, the other one around Celestia, however, is going to try and drink some uh, some Celestia juice. Okay, well, I'm... gross. That's... Oh no, that <laughs> does force. sound really bad. Celestia's tasty life force. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's better than juice. juice. <laughs> not juice. <laughs> uh, no, that hits. I'm afraid. Bugger. <laughs> Carbonated Celestia. Mm. I'm gonna fall in the water if I go unconscious. Okay, so that's 11 half to 5 necrotic damage. Oh, I'm still up, shockingly. Oh. Just. And 2 half to 1 strength damage. <laughs> okay. That, okay so yeah, that potion is I'm really. Now at yeah. 3, so my modifier, does my modifier go down? I'm having maths trouble. Uh, yep, yeah, it goes yeah. down another one because it's odd numbers. And Minus it's 4, 10. mate. Jesus Christ. Minus 4. Getting scary. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the two on Corzin are going to try. Uh, who's more dangerous? Come on! I've just cut this guy's arms off. Yeah. One of yeah. Cor- Counter Corzin is going to attack you, Corzin. Okay. Um, Nega Corzin. <laughs> yeah. Nega Corzin is after Corzin. 
Uh, and that is a 16, I'm afraid. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. Uh, so you take 10 necrotic damage. Ouch. Okay. And two strength too. damage. How much? Two strength damage right. as it plunges its hand back into your chest and it looks almost as if it's starting to regrow a little bit stronger. Not significantly stronger, but it's darkening a little bit. Um, the other one behind Corzin, however, is going to flit past Corzin, provoking attack of opportunity. Okay, as, definitely slashing yeah, out at that yeah, one. Slashing <laughs> with death, because it's going to go and try and get... That's a 15... That hits, roll yes. Fuck. Six damage. Okay, it's... Oh. Yeah, you, you... As death passes through it, it leaves a gap, which only slowly refills. Okay. Uh, however, it's got, got enough movement to get to uh, to the uh, to scamp, because these things move faster than humans. And it's going to try and plunge its hand into scamp's chest... This is a weird one. Okay. How so? Causing. Yeah. So this is kind of because I'm I'm rolling how to rule this. Causing. Can I ask you to make a deck save for me, please? Yep. And I'm gonna ask Celestia. Both of you make your deck saves with advantage, please. All right. 23. 12. Oh no, Fail. 14. Sorry. It's a save. Success. Fail. Okay. So that one succeeds. As it passes through, is it rolled a natural oh, so it's one? Oh, bloody trap off. It just managed to move in just enough of a way that the bit of bone and wood holding the barricade up Shit. is dislodged. You hear, there is a f- as the barricade begins to oh, suddenly shit. crumble and slide. Celestia, you throw yourself into the water. Corzin, you have a choice to throw yourself onto the land or the water, but you've got a snap decision. Water. You throw yourself into the water, but neither of you take any damage. Yeah. Um, one of the shadows manages to flit out into the water as well. Right. Uh, the other three were less fortunate, including alter, including Negacorzin and the one that just set the trap off. So let's total this up. 8, 15, and... So they take 24 half to 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. Which is enough to total all three of those. Yes. Well, how, oh. many, how many are we on? Uh, one. one. There's one shadow left now. Okay, good, because I'm fucked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Frankly. He, he didn't take any so damage, fucked. managed to pull out of the way in time. Um, but, yeah, those three are just buried under a collapse of rubble, old bones, bits of brick, and you just see that their shadowy forces are just winked out through while not necessarily as effective as if they were living, still somewhat effective repeated blunt force trauma. Right. However, 
The barricade has now effectively sealed the southern entryway. Bollocks. So Scamp is now separated off from the pair of you. It, you'd have to squeak, climb over and squeeze through the barricade. Climbing's going to go so well right yeah, now. Yeah, in order to get <laughs> through that way. The other ways, the other ways out are east, west, uh, but no longer Dennis. Okay. Um, so you can go. Through, <laughs> so you can go east. Yeah, there, there's the east corridor. Uh, still has the ruined portcullis, which you know you can all fit through. Mm-hmm. The west corridor is just open and un, uh, and unbothered. Um, I think I'd rather go portcullis than try and climb yeah. with minus four strength. To mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. Uh, so that's there. Go. Just a quick clarification, Jason. Yeah. Uh, the uh, amount of strength damage that we've taken reduces our score. Yes, not, not your ability modifier. Okay, fine. Just... And your modifier reduces according to the score. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is why I'm, I've been asking every time because yeah. I've been having trouble with it. Because I was going to say, if it was the modifier, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. 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 No, it's based on the score. Okay, okay. Uh, so that makes it... Uh, Corzin's go. Corzin, you are now treading water. Roll the luck check for me. Okay. Uh, 15. By the grace of the regent, the way you fell, just sort of hold, the the blunderbuss is not soaked. Ah. Oh. Um. Uh, roll me another luck check because I want to see how how the carbine is there. Ten. Okay, I'm going to say that the carbine just made it. So you you've okay, landed like you've landed yeah, you landed face first, <laughs> yeah. and both of them are strapped to your back. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm like doggy paddling frantically in the water, trying to keep them both above the thing. Because <laughs> you know the the butts can get wet. That's fine. It's just if the mechanism gets in. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, the, it's your to go, Corzin. There is one shadow left uh, that is now sort of waist high, just standing in the water. Uh, I'm going to say about ten feet away from both you and Celestia. Right. I am going to make for the side as quickly as I possibly can. Okay. Uh, easiest one for you to make then is to get the portcullis side, which you do. I'm going yeah. to say it uses up fifteen feet of your movement, just because of. All right. So he's far enough away from me now that um, I couldn't make it to him in this. Uh, no. It's that like the the I'm going to say like the 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 edge. Yeah. Is five feet away yeah. but it takes ten feet of movement to yeah. cross the water because right. it's difficult terrain Fine. five feet to get up onto the side because you're climbing up Yeah, uh, he is ten feet total from you so to get next to him yeah. you would have to you would also you would have to use probably I'd still say ten you know five feet of movement because you only need to get within five feet of him right okay so I couldn't quite get within melee you could get within melee or you can get to the edge but not both because he's in the middle of the water. All right, I'll get to the edge and I'll um, uh, take the blunderbuss off my back, load it with a slug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make the attack roll. There's one left. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay, so that's gonna be. Uh, yep, yeah, it's dex based. So. Oh, that's good. That's uh, twenty-three. Okay, that hits. Roll that. Roll. Yeah, roll. Nice. I believe it was three d six. Yeah, three d six. Damage. And this is all this all ghost touch as well, so Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, two of those were ones. Four. Four. Oh. Three D six. Yeah. Yeah, that's just ill luck. Ow. The got the 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 slug um 
strikes it dead in the shoulder. It takes away the shoulder and the arm. Uh, but it's just got enough strength that another arm slowly regrows out with, uh, with some of its form still in place. Uh, it's not. It's flickering. It's it's much less there than it was. But it, that no, the shot was just slightly. If it'd been more on center, you'd have gotten it. Uh, Celestia, I'm going to say because I don't think you really have a bonus action. You can use at this point. Uh, I mean, if I still have a bonus action, I yep. can down the healing potion that I have. That's true. If you wish to do that, please feel free. Yeah, I think I am going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not bad, but I, I need the, the hit points yeah. just to make sure that the rest of you don't die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, oh, so that's... We can't have the healer go down. <laughs> hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm decidedly not fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've gained five uh, hit points. Okay. Uh, Celestia. Okay, first I'm going to again panic and go, shit. Ow, and cast Healing Word. Yep. Myself. <laughs> um, the word is possibly shit, possibly ow. Yeah. Either of I think those. they're both vital in there. Yeah. Yes. So it is plus my charisma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. That's pretty good, actually. So that's, I regain eight points. Awesome. So I'm much more okay in the hit points department. Um, and I'm going to look up at the shadow from in the water. I'm going to say, by the way, I think my flintlock is wet because I don't think with minus four strength I get a check. Yeah, I just rolled a luck check for you and no. But I don't think yeah. I would have had the Even so. I just... I rolled on the off chance you got a natural 20, but no, it's, yeah. it's so Yeah, it's I, I just... I don't yeah. think that I would... <laughs> But no. you do have the means to dry it. I do. I have press digitation, so after this we're fine. Uh, yeah. But in the meantime, it's a really useful use of that spell. Yeah. I'm gonna look at the. Sh- yes. I'm gonna look up at the shadow, desperately trying to keep myself afloat, and go fuck you, and cast uh, dissonant whispers. Oh, okay. nice! It's like uh, wisdom and safe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a three. Excellent. Let me check. Yeah. Let me check what the damage is. Um, so that's three d six psychic damage. So come on, we can get rid of this. Uh, that is 11 damage. Okay. All of you hear Celestia kind of go, fuck you, and then it's like you hear her voice reverberate and echo. So it's as if there's several Celestias all at slightly different intervals going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, and the, the shadow's form seems to reverberate and, uh, 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 and suddenly it just breaks apart. It's nice. kind of like the. It's kind of like uh, what Doctor Manhattan does to a major character at the end of Watchmen. Okay. Yeah, like that sort of moment <laughs> where he just tears into pieces. Right. That's super cool. I like. Mm. I like your half spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, so that's Celestia. Uh, I think you've used your bonus action. You can. You've got enough movement to get to the edge where Corson is. If you want to go. I to would the like level. to get out of the water. Okay, yeah. You get out of the water. You're up there. Can I have everyone? Everyone, scamp with disadvantage. Please make a perception check. Shit. Fucking bollocking nine. <sighs> Ten. Fifteen. Corson. As ever, causing the paying attention. This always happens. Always. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> My passive is fourteen. A full 120 feet away, down the western corridor. So down the, you know, on right. the opposite side of this of this uh, pit of water, 
all the way down uh, d down the the other sewer entrance you can see a group of four shadowy figures returning now to their uh, to their hideout all right um you are uncertain whether or not they have spotted you okay so this is like directly yeah. Um, yeah, like you can only see, like this is like it's hard, and you're working off the very limited light from the dancing lights, but you can just see something in the quality of the shadow far away. Is right, okay. It's uh, it's more to do with your range of sort of uh, pr with your sort of primeval awareness. You know, okay. like you've sensed the undead before, and you just okay. from when these things were inside you, and yeah. you just get a lick of sense yeah. which goes wait. Okay, all right. I'm gonna try and help um, Celestia out of the water as yeah. best I can. So uh, I imagine it's not easy. She's yeah. fucked. So yeah. we're still in initiative. Yeah. What I'm gonna say also uh, yeah. when I see this is, we've got to get to the site now. Now, go. Okay, Scamp. You can hear Corzin say that from the other side of the barricade. Um, uh, uh, can I see these things? Uh, you haven't seen you haven't seen anything yet, uh, but you can hear that there's trouble. Uh, I'm going to say that a dash action can get you round to the other side of the palisade. Just going like. Can know. I see through? Like, is the. Uh, you, can, the, you can, you can, you can completely sealed, or is there no? Gaps it's, like there's gaps you can see through. So you can see what's happening on the other most side. Most of my stuff is ranged. Okay, yeah. In which case, yeah, you can, you can basically clamber up onto the barrier and, uh, and sniper a bit. I will do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Can I see these shadows now? They've been. Uh, make a perception check. Yeah, I mean, yeah, make a perception check. No, I see nothing. Okay. That's a five. No, you, you, you <laughs> can sense. You can see that. Uh, Corzin is looking down the western corridor. So you guys are up on the eastern side right. by the portcullis. You've both clambered up onto the side We're by the out of the water. Sorry, yeah. so, so you're yeah. by the portcullis, out of the water, and you can see down the opposite side, the, the one corridor that's not blocked. Right, I am going... So if we're looking straight ahead from the portcullis, yeah. they are yeah. on the And now that, now that you are up and looking, and Corzin is pointed yeah. in that direction, Celestia, with your dark vision, you can clearly see the four of these figures. Yeah. Right. What I'm going to say then is uh, we've got to get to the, the side so they don't see us immediately mm. and we can lay and wait for them there and if I have the time I'm going to reload the blunderbuss okay you do I'm, I'm kind of tempted to properly set the rules for reloading the blunderbuss it's a turn you said before yeah so the thing is like, uh, and I'm going to set this now because the blunderbuss works a little weirdly compared to other guns because the, the rule with like the carbine and so on mm. is that it is uh, it it's a loading weapon, so mm -hmm. it fires once around, regardless of the number of attacks you have. The assumption is that you, you know, even if you're fast enough to get you know four shots off with a bow or mm -hmm. stab someone four times, it takes that long to just you know plunger the damn yeah. you know, bullets in. Um, with the blunderbuss, it's actually a little more unwieldy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to set now that you can only fire it once in an attack action, and it takes a bonus action to reload. Okay. Because that seems fair. Because this thing is, it's a hand cannon, basically. It's it's, it's involved, yeah, yeah. It's 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 more un yeah. I would have been putting grape shot in it yeah, this time. It's, as it's well. more cumbersome to reload. So okay, um, but yeah, you guys reckon you've got at least a round before these things arrive. Yeah, because it's essentially like I'm taking the time to crack, like. Okay. So where do the two? So Scamp, you're you're in a position behind the barricade. Uh, if you want to hide, you make your stealth check with yeah. advantage because you're in a good position. 
Ooh, uh, those were both really good. Uh, 23. Nice. nice. Lovely. Okay. Um, I am not that stealthy. Yeah, you guys don't get advantage, you know, but where do you want to try and hide on this um, side? What turn are we on? Are we, are we still We're still turns, in the turn or? where they're approaching. Okay, cool, cool. So um, I would like to... Yeah, hide behind the portcullis best I can. Yeah. In fact, these these guys like because it, because of return order, these guys are now eighty feet away because they're they're not moving at a rush. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like to hide behind the portcullis best I can and um, prepare to do. Second level dissonant whispers. Once they come within range. Once they come within range of it, yeah. which is if you want to know, I think it's sixty feet. Assuming yeah, that, yeah, yeah, assuming that I have enough time to reload the blunderbuss, yeah. I'm going to ready a firing action to when I can get all four of them in the arc. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so where do you want to? Uh, where are you hiding, causing? I guess, given its limited range, yeah. it's going to have to be just around the corner. But what I'm going to do is, while I am reloading it, yeah. I'm going to retire back as far as I can. Okay, so you're retiring behind come... the portcullis back a little bit. And you yeah, can... and then I'm going to come yeah. forward in the next round. And... Go on. Yes. Can I change what I was going to do? I'm still yes, readying a spell, but can I ready fairy fire instead? Yes. Because that gives okay. everybody advantage, yes. which is much more helpful. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. How wide is the passage they're coming down? The passage they're coming down is, um, it's not wide, it's just wide enough for two to stand abreast. Okay. It's about ten feet. Yeah, ten feet. So these guys are basically okay. travelling, because they're not needing to squeeze through space, they're travelling like in a block of four, it's like yeah. two abreast. Right. Are they all kind of walking in step with each other, or is uh, it like... No, creepily they're walking with the step patterns they did in life. So they're traveling at the same speed, but there is a small... The shadow of a small child skipping. Uh, oh, no. There is the shadow of a uh, burly sort of figure who you get, gathered got a lot of... Carried a lot of weights in his life, and he's got a bit of a loping sort of gait to him. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an... Uh, uh, there's a sort of old man doing a bit of a shuffle and weirdly the silhouette of his cane has gone with has carried <laughs> yeah. through uh, you know with, with him into death go. Mm. yeah yeah, yeah uh, this is way worse than the walking in step <laughs> yeah. um and, and the fourth one uh, and the fourth one uh seems to just as far as you can tell just some sort of ordinary um person in a dress and they're walking with a kind of brisk business-like manner okay mm. But they're all travelling at about the same rate. Right, okay. Uh, okay, so you guys have set up. Okay, top of the round. I'm readying a spell for as soon as Celestia fires. Okay, then. On the next round, as they get within 60 feet, because they, you know, they, they're using their move action to travel 40, so they get within 40 feet, but the moment they hit 60, Celestia. Uh, so yeah, I cast Fairy Fire. It's a 20-foot cube. I don't know how many I can get in. The, all of them. Fantastic. So they are all fairy fired. Okay, I think they get deck purple. Safe. Um, I reach over my shoulder, go wang on my guitar, and like a cube of light, wang. just like yeah, wang. I go wang. That's what <laughs> I'm sticking to it. I'm committing, Robbie. Oh. <laughs> and um, I've been playing a child too long. <laughs> and, um, yeah, this. Uh, I sort of gather the light from the end of the guitar into my fist and throw it at them, basically. And then um, yeah, they're all outlined in purple. Okay. Uh, let me see them. So no, 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 no. All four of them are outlined in purple. Fantastic. Nice. And yeah, so we all get advantage. Okay, you advantage on and your And they can't go invisible. 
Yep. Does that mean they have disadvantage on the deck save? Should I shoot them with the... Um... Uh, no. You have advantage on attacking them, but the deck save is more to do... Deck save is more to do with their ability to sort of duck out of the way of the spray. Yep, fair enough. So Just thought I'd check. You'd have advantage of you shooting with the slug, but you've loaded the spray in. Yeah, no, I want to get as many of them as yeah. possible. So you, yeah. Essentially, yeah, you're holding, you're holding up to the point where they'd come into try and get into melee with someone with yeah. probably Celestia is the only person you could really reach yeah. and then fire yeah. uh, so okay Celestia casting the spell reveals you basically yeah. so they know where you are do I get any cover from the poor fellas um, you would if they weren't able to literally just pass their hands through the gap in between oh yeah they're not corporeal because they're not corporeal yeah. of course I don't get any cover this. yeah yeah sorry so, no <laughs> uh, also I the haven't considered that yeah <laughs> the portcullis is kind of torn to all shit by this point oh yeah well. it's kind of bollocks yeah. anyway uh, Scamp what do you do um right I guess I'm gonna cast a chromatic orb Okay. That's all I've got that's powerful. Um, oh no. Wait, what level? What level? I'll do a second level one. Um, okay. And I've got advantage. Yes, you do. Tides are currently dormant, by the way. Yes. Because I don't need to, because <laughs> yep. they're very far. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to second level one against whichever one's at the front. Okay. That would be uh, Old Man and, uh, and Brisk Woman. Okay. Let's go for the old man. Brisk yeah. <laughs> woman. Uh, and they're not in water, are they? No, no, these guys, not they're, they're not in water no. yet. Curious to see what lightning does when they're in water, but let's just stick with... Frost has worked so far. Well, it's not worked. It's not been terrible. Okay, that is both terrible. Great. Uh, that's a 12 to hit. That just hits. Yes. Oh. Oh. I rolled two fives. What damage type are you using? Uh, I'm using a frost. Cool. And that is 4d8. Because I'm second level. Oh, that doesn't count. I dropped it. Shame. Oh, same thing. Okay, 10, 19. Nice. Nice, mate. Get in. Okay. They're still... Yeah, it's yeah. Resistant, it is resistant, but as you, <laughs> as the ball of ice strikes the old man's shadow's chest, it seems to, to quiver and shake for a moment, staggering back before uh, all, you know, all four of them look as one towards Celestia. And then... Okay. I mean, I've, yeah, you've revealed yourself. You've revealed yourself. It's not like it comes from the heavens. Mm. It's right Yeah, from so my the hand. old man and the child both turn their their heads towards Scamp. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so they, are, they use the dash action for their turn. They get halfway along the... the they, they run the rest of the way through the corridor, get halfway along the water. Um, because while they don't seem to be that obviously affected by it, um, they, it does seem to resist them slightly in some ways. Their, their, their movement is not quite as fast going through the water as it would be on land. Okay, um, good to know. It wasn't immediately obvious during the initial ambush because they were only 20 feet down and they got 40 feet of movement yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so... I mean, causing you can continue holding your action in waiting. Uh, they don't. Uh, I didn't actually get a stealth check from you. Can I get a stealth check from you? Yeah, please? you can. Natural twenty. Yeah, they they don't seem oh. to have noticed you in the slightest. Okay. So you can just continue holding that. I am waiting action. until they're all four in, and then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
so Celestia, you're up next. Oh god. Um They are currently about I want to say thirty feet in total from you, because you're right behind the port palace. Where is Corzin in Cor- relation to me? Corzin is uh within Corzin is basically hidden right behind you so that okay, you can just cool. pop um, out and port palace. Yeah. Oh, sorry, pop out and shot <laughs> and uh, blind bus, I should yeah. say. So I'm gonna go for the one that's looking damaged. Okay, yep, the old um, man. Um and I'm going to say what was I gonna say? Which is which is the damaged one actually? The old man. I'm gonna say we're told to be fucking alive anyway, but I'm gonna cast distant whispers at him. Okay. I don't think he's technically a never mind. <laughs> Shut okay. up! Roll damage. <laughs> that would be Uh, 12 psychic damage. Okay. Uh, he seems to... He see, he looks down uh, and his head twists and twitches to one side until it spins all the way around and detaches and his whole form just crumbles away. Oh, Ooh, nice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. And uh, as... You can see they're already... Sp- they they're, just they're starting together. to split off. So the child is now heading towards where Scamp is uh, and the uh, the burly the burly guy and the brisk woman are both heading towards you. Can Scamp see me? You would guess so. I mean, I, you're not 100% certain. Scamp, roll... I mean, no, you went hiding from Scamp, so Scamp saw you go to your hiding position. No, but can she see... Can, sorry, can they see me now? Oh, yes, almost. Certain. Okay, cool. So as a bonus action... I'm gonna um, sort of reach into my hair and like ruffle it up in my fingers, and you're gonna see the rainbow spirit just go poof outwards, and I get a big nice. rainbow throw for a minute. And that's my mantle of inspiration, so you all get five temporary hit points and can move up to your movement immediately if you wish. If you Thank still have you. reaction left, but you don't want if you if you yeah. don't want to, you don't have to. But still, okay. five temporary hit points either way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, pretty. Very pretty. Anyone else <laughs> can do so. Otherwise, top of the round, it's Scamp. Okay. Um, um, sod up, let's just keep using spells. I'm going to do a level one chromatic orb at the little girl, and I'm going to feel really bad about it. Okay. Even though she's not technically the little girl. Uh, she's still fairy fired, isn't she? Yep. Lovely. Well. <laughs> That's a nine. There's a moment where you look at this little girl and you go, wait, I've seen you before and your aim is just off and the, the ice orb splashes into water and then you go, oh, wait, oh. no. No, no, no. No, I haven't. Oh. Phew. God, you shit me up then. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Just the, I the one and a two. No, just, we, we both sat and pulled up right like what? <laughs> it's like, oh no! I was just no, thinking no. about that little girl we found dead in the street and going, oh, I can't attack a child, and then I rolled badly. So oh, it was your... the universe agrees. <laughs> Scout does not want to attack a child. Oh. Uh, the child, even an undead child. The child, however, does not feel the same way and proceeds to. <laughs> Wow, its, no. yeah, it shifts towards the barricade, melts its way up it, and is going to reach a hand through and try to get you. Okay. Uh, that was a natural 19, unfortunately. Uh, it's yeah, worth mentioning, yeah. you do, on the barricade, narrow as it is, you do have three quarters cover. So uh, if 
five extra AC would have made a difference. No, it wouldn't, because that's a natural 26. Uh, 23, I think, so never mind. Uh, so, yeah, it would have been 23 to hit. No. Ooh, that's going to hit. <laughs> no. Uh, so you take eight half to four necrotic damage. Okay. And two half to one strength drain. Okay. Um, hellish rebuke. Nice. (laughs) Have a little scream. (laughs) Yeah, failed the deck save. Roll damage. Uh, Where are they? Ooh, that one's pretty. I don't think I've used it. Fire damage, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, oh, well, that's just rubbish. That's 11. Well, nevertheless, it still seems to have have a degree of effect. Uh, as it as the as the flare uh, causes the child's shadow to recoil for a moment, parts of it are burned away uh, with the flame, although it soon reforms. Nice. The burly figure and the brisk woman both stride confidently or lope ungainly towards the uh, towards <laughs> Celestia, but just before they can get into position, as the pair of them are 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 ranging on on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, portcullis. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, because of the of the width of the corridor, mm-hmm. they can go in side by side. So you, if you want to catch both of them, they you do it when they're ten feet away. Okay. So it's two d six damage if they uh, from the blunderbuss if they miss because it's only three d six if they're right within five feet. Oh, okay, and they can't get that close without seeing me, can they? Well, they can get that close. It's just you then need to pick one. To take the the damage rather than two because they're oh, literally okay. moving abreast. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll settle for giving both of them two d six. Yeah, okay. uh, nope, and nope. So how much the damage? Six total. Okay. Uh, it does. The the spray seems to uh, of uh, scattershot goes through them. And it does seem to take some of them with it, as you see these wisps of shadow pulling away. Uh, but their forms do you know, slowly reassemble, a little bit uh, weaker than before. And they are... Is that enough to change the priority? their priorities? I uh, holster the uh, the blunderbuss and get the blades out again. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's enough to change one of their priorities. So Brisk Woman is going to go for Corsin, and uh, Burly Man is going to go for Celestia. Uh, Burlyman uh, hits. That's yeah. It's an unnatural twenty, uh, dirty twenty against Celestia, and a natural nineteen from uh, uh, Brisk Woman. Glad you've both drunk Sam, your. We need to, uh, we your need to take your dice off Jason. They're treating him too well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Celestia takes six necrotic damage, halved to three. Okay, it's doable. And two strength, half to one. Good. <laughs> You're on what? Yeah. Two strength now? Yep, so that's minus four. It's still minus four, yeah. Minus four. Yeah, if you drop to one, it's minus five, and if you drop Ooh. to zero, your death ward will probably kick in. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> really glad I have that right now. Yep. So you see Celestia, like, she had a hand on the wall anyway, but you see her full on just, like, fall into it. She's actually leaning on it to stay upright at this point. Like, it's bad. Uh, eight necrotic, half to four for Corsin. Okay, that's most of my temp hit points gone. Yeah, and Thank uh, you. two half to one strength damage. Right. Okay. Okay, uh, that makes it cause and go now. All right. Well, um, 
well, she's going to be in uh, physical, physical contact with me to be doing this. So yeah, I'm yeah. going to um, slice and dice with the uh, the scimitars. Go for it. One. Uh, do you roll. have advantage? Yes, advantage. I do. Yes, I do. Yes. You do very far. Oh. Also, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Right. That's uh, not a nine good failure. Total. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I could have rerolled that anyway because halfling lucky, but never mind. Yeah. Um, but no, that, with advantage. So no, that's uh that's a. Uh, it she's just a little bit too close, and you're not quite able to get to purchase on her. Regular one, regular blade now. Natural twenty. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, this may go have been the other way around. Oh, yeah. Uh, roll, roll your die and double it. Uh, two double it's four plus four is eight. Okay, it's uh, it's not enough to kill us. Uh, little bit. It's yeah. <laughs> so annoying. But it is. It, you do at least strike, uh, cut off the hand which is plunged into your chest uh, before it reforms. Yeah, she is weakened. So, Lestia. Ooh, I'm feeling really bad. Um, I'm gonna panic for the third time this fight <laughs> and do. Uh, there's one still near me. Is it Burly Man? Yeah, Burleman. Okay, so Burleman uh, is still near me, so I'm. It's it's not very intimidating. I'm leaning against a wall, looking really, really shitting bad, and I'm gonna look at him and go, "Get away from me!" And I'm gonna cast uh, Distant Whispers at second level. Okay. Because I'm panicking. That's thirteen. Um. Fails. Yeah, it's a fifteen. Yeah. Fails. So, so it's forty-six because it's second level. So nine. 13, 14. Okay. And it's psychic damage, so I don't think he's resisting from what you said. Okay, he raises a meaty fist, uh, uh, one hand, uh, uh, and and punches towards your heart. And just as it's reaching, his form just seems to shiver for a moment and crumbles. Nice. Good. I (coughs) lean on the wall some more and shake. You sag to the side. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Do I think there's anything I can do with a bonus action? Um, how many are left? Uh, two. The brisk the woman girl, and the child. Yeah, and brisk woman. Um, uh, your nearest me goes in. So, mm-hmm. uh, which one is near you? Uh, brisk woman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to you. I'm going to go take her out. She looks like she was an asshole when she was alive and you're going to get inspiration. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, D6. D6. Yep. Okay, so, uh, Scamp, the child is trying to murder you. And by this point, <laughs> by this point, has probably slipped through the barrier gap so that, you know, uh, so that they're next to you. Because they can do that. They can just melt through... Oh, so T one thousand style yeah. through the bars. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the good news <laughs> is at least such a good film. Yeah. The good news is at least uh, they don't have heavy cover from you. <laughs> yep. Um, they're still fairy fired as well. Yeah, yes. still fairy fired. So but they are in melee. Yes. So it's going to be a straight roll if I want to do anything substantial. Um. You have a dagger, don't you? Um, I do. 
Do you have anything else? Um, pointy stick, you know, harsh language. <laughs> stick it, stick a horn in it. <laughs> yeah. Got magic. I'm gonna stick with magic. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> none of my stuff is. Uh, so uh, while I've got spell slots, let's just do another chromatic orb because it's just a straight. Okay, roll. go for it. Discussion for another okay, time. Okay, that will hit. What if Scamp did actually headbutt somebody? What did you get? That'd be interesting. Uh, that's a twenty-two. Yeah, but it's roll damage. Nice. Uh, cold just again. Level one. Um, yeah, okay. seems to be working. Ish. Oh well. Seven. One, two, three. Out of a potential twenty-four. Oh. Oh, that's that's terrible. That's really really bad. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's like you hit her in the ice. I'm creating a pile of dice I'm not using again tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting really big. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. The ice orb, in jail there's about a dozen jail. dice in it. No, the orb of ice passes through her and splinters against the barricade, but doesn't really seem to do a lot beyond that. They're like they're, she's a little lessened by its presence, but it's not as effective as you were hoping. Mm. Uh, and unless you've got a bonus action. Uh, not that I want to use. Then she mm. is going to yeah. reach out with both hands and attempt to strangle the life from you. <laughs> um, but her arms are quite short, and you just sort of back paddle away, and it's not very effective. Uh, it's sort of one of those like slap fights. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, really, really sad when you actually look at it. Uh, the brisk. Like funny, but... or, uh, the brisk woman similarly kind of reaches out for you, causing but you. You've weakened her enough that you're able to sidestep her thrusting hands. Yeah, I'm imagining this this little girl with the you know who's skipping down merrily the corridor. Like, does she have a um, <laughs> does she have like a, a a shadow lollipop in her hand or something? Oh, she does. God. No, but she does have shadow pigtails. Oh, oh that's really bad. Yeah. Is, is this oh, no. the child that we found dead in the street? Or uh, is no, this child is another dead? child. Oh, oh shit. no! Yep. Uh, okay, so cause him. Right. Advantage. Scimitars once again. Okay, advantage. Thankfully. Okay, that's uh, twenty-four. That hits. Roll damage. Right. Fire is the best fucking spell. Ten. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Ha- uh, yeah. Finish this. This uh, brisk woman. All right. Um, uh, as she lunges for me, I uh, slash basically across her kneecaps, uh, bringing her down to my level, and then uh, slash down sort of in a diagonal through her torso, okay. parting her. Yeah, and that's pretty much exactly what happens. The uh, her legs disappear below the knees. She drops to the ground. As you slice her in half, she just tears and peels away into wisps of nothing. Uh, okay. Uh, Celestia, uh, or, or I guess, well, I mean, Corson, you've got a bonus action if you want to use it, but... Um, Can I get over to where the, the little girl is? She is on the far side of the barrier. You would need to squeeze, you'll need to, you need an athletics check to jump across to the barrier and then another to climb through it, or maybe an acrobatics check to squeeze through the gap. I'm going to try. Okay, give Why me an athletics check Fuck first, it. please. Okay, what? Give me an athletics check athletics. first. Okay, so that's actually going to be with uh, plus three rather than 
what I would usually have. Okay. Because I am proficient in that. Okay. Although my um, strength has been reduced somewhat. So plus three. Six. Oh. <laughs> you splash into the water. <sighs> and it takes all of your effort just to get up back up onto the side. Fine. You're not able. You're you're able to cling to the barrier wall if you want, but you you can't get through the barricade. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Celestia. I suppose my guns are wet now as well. Um. Okay. I'm getting really fucked on Luck check. at this point. Both are now soaking. Yep. Shit. Yeah, we can sort that. Out. Yeah. Um. So there's just the one left. Yep. How far away from me is she? Uh, she is on the other side of the barricade with uh, in melee with Scamp. But how far away, like feet wise? I want to say 25 feet. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, <laughs> I'm going to use my favourite spell today again. Uh, I'm going to ca- I'm gonna say... You know, I always fucking hated pigtails, and I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Love a petty little shit even when I'm nearly dead. Natural 2. Roll damage. Yes! Okay. Um, so, 11... 14. Okay. Uh, how do you want to finish this lady? Well, this small child, in fact. Yes. I like oh. to think... I just think that she hears me and her hands sort of go up to her pigtails like she's really upset that I've insulted <laughs> them. And she pulls on them and then as she pulls, her head comes apart. And nice. then her body comes apart and then she floats away. On yeah, the she just tears herself down the middle like she's unzipping. Oh. Mm. It's distressing, I imagine. But that's like the second or third time this fight where we've, we've given Jason something that's pretty grim and he's made it worse. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Scamp really needs more nightmares. Yeah, Scamp, as you watch this happen, this is just, oh, God, this is horrifying. This was already horrifying. It's, yeah, and then you can just hear the faint ghost of a sort of... Oh. Oh, that's really bad. <laughs> But there's silence. Peering around, checking, sending the dancing lights to search. No sign of any other shadows. I'm going to fall to the floor on my knees and. <laughs> yeah. Coulson says, I make that 11. Yeah, I think that was 11. Um, if there are any more, I can't do anything. We need to get out of here because I can't hardly stand up. So, right, and I've got uh, no magic. I'm I'm fucked. Uh, I do my best to try and help you back out into the corridor. How? It's <laughs> so tiny. All right, all right. I'll this is what out. I'm imagining. What, 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 I'm, I'm imagining. what are you okay. picturing? You, you're you're holding onto the wall right now. Yes. I've uh, uh, come by you. Um, essentially what I'm imagining is I'm, I'm going to take your hands and I'm going to place them on my shoulders. Aww. So as I'm walking, you're kind of leaning on me for support. You're like my Zimmer frame. Basically, you're, yeah. I'm your mobility scooter right now. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yes, that definitely happens. Yeah, it's, like, it's just sort of... <laughs> I'm heavily leaning on you as well. Like, my legs barely... I've still got plus one uh, strength yeah. modifier, so it's like... <laughs> Uh, it's bad, yeah. yeah. You meet back up in the. I imagine I fall a couple of times. Yeah, well, we're going very like, slowly. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Yeah. You, you make your way round to, to meet them. Mm. Yeah. All right, hold on a second, you two. 
There's something I've got to do before we leave. And I am going to spend a spell slot to use Primeval Awareness to see if there are any more um, undead entities in the... Well, within, I think yeah. it's a mile. A mile, yeah. Okay, you focus, you let your awareness... As you touch the ground, you just let your awareness pulse slowly, stretching out, feeling just the little preternatural senses of anything that might be beyond anything within within a mile radius that uh, might register in your senses okay uh, one moment uh, I'm just going to get something it would be useful on this map of crosswater actually if we had a scale uh, it would, and I'm not going to give you one right now. No, you can just tell us something. Um, no, no, I don't know, but just... I am looking for my phone, uh, if any of you have seen it, uh, because I don't have the monster manual with me today, and there's something I need to check. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want me to look something up? Uh, or is it something it's, we shouldn't know? No, it's definitely something you should not know about. Okay, because I... Thank you. I have a monster manual here. <laughs> okay. Um... But okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say then that something ping something pings up. Okay, within a mile, I would within a mile kind of be surprised if it didn't. But yeah, it's weird. It's not undead. Okay, something that you've never actually sensed before. Alright, because it's undead, fiends, aberrations, um, fey. But you have to specify, don't you? No. No, it's anything. Ping, oh, right, okay. Anything of those. Yeah, literally. And you get to know what type it is. Yeah, I get to know what type it is, but not its exact locational numbers. You just know that it's like, somewhere. If there's anything of the following types, I will know. You sense something which is... Somewhere on maybe on the border between maybe on the border between aberration and fade. Not quite strong enough to, to register as either, but collectively weird enough that it pings up in your senses. It feels like there's one of this thing somewhere within a mile. Okay. But beyond that, that's the only thing that pings up for you. Alright, I don't think there are any at least any any that are near here anymore. Oh no, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Where was it? It was it fallen down the side of the couch. Of it it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good um, because I can't deal with them. I need I need to rest. I need to stop. Um, we should probably get out of the sewers. Let's though. get back to the surface. Yeah. It takes a long time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there was some way we could leave like. Sunwaves knowing if they came back, if there were more. I've like, got nothing. There should be a spell that does that. Well, I mean, if it's within an hour, you could leave your friend here, couldn't you? He's done for the day, I think. Pretty that much. That was today, wasn't it? it? Was today. Yeah, that's alright. Sorry, old chaps, but uh, he says, knowing that only uh, only Scamp can actually hear him. Uh, mm. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, but uh, I'm all pooped out. <laughs> Can only manifest for so funny. long. I know, I know. 
Yeah, causing half listening because who talks for? Oh, right. <laughs> Celestia's not even in the building at this point. She's just holding yeah. herself on yeah. a wall no, and no, on you a little bit. <laughs> for about that's... 30, 40 minutes, you drag yourselves back up. It's not even noon yet. Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> All right. Like, um, there's bright... Time sunset? It's harsh sunlight coming from a... No, no, it's, no, it's not, not sunset. It's like maybe 11 o'clock. what time is sunset? Oh, sunset is around about uh, 6 o'clock again. Same time as before. Again. Oh, so more than so, eight, uh, eight hours would be dark if we took a nap now. I would... I'm, I'm going to push this and say that you could long rest and wake up and be be ready maybe 20 minutes before sunset okay God, uh, just quick use. question i i understand if we've, we've we've gone for 30 minutes but the um the primary awareness lasts for a minute when we start moving does the um, no there's nothing change? there's nothing that shows up within like Essentially, a mile and maybe eight hundred feet. Right, fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't think so. Again, beyond this one weird does... aberration of faith thing. Yeah, and that stays there. The aberration doesn't leave within eight hundred feet. Um, make that a luck check. Is, 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 is I can roll it if you want. Oh just... uh, no, no, stays within a. It's, it stays within wherever it is. It's still within a mile of you. Okay, so it's within a mile okay. of. Wherever we were. Doesn't help us yeah. now. Uh, no. You guys are, if you look around, I believe it's the 17 on the map. Uh, you're a little bit north of there. So you're still okay. solidly within, if I get on my own map here. New yeah. Glazer's Ward. You're still solidly within New Glazer's Ward. Yeah. Maybe, you would guess, um, probably you're about halfway between 17, uh, between the house where you come up with and the Judgment Square Market, which is number nine on the map. So, yeah, you'd s- and, and within a mile, I'm going to say, covers the area between maybe, like, from where you were, probably covers everywhere from the Broken Barrel Pub, on just on the edge of Spinner's End, to around about the Brass Lantern. Okay, that being... Uh, Brass Lantern is... Twelve. Twelve oh, yeah, to thirteen. Yeah. Okay, fine. In that, in a, in a rough circle around there. Okay, that's actually not a bad area. And probably no more, no further north than eight, than Steel Square. Right. Okay, so functionally speaking, we've eliminated Olymp's Nest, the New Glazers Ward, for the most part, and at least some of Spinner's End, and a decent chunk of the Iron Ward. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be the okay. the Warrens, uh, the Glazers' yeah. quarters, uh, and or Duke's ward. Yeah. Next that we've got to do. Yeah, and there's also this thing in here somewhere, but I think we worry about shadows first. Do, we don't even know that it's in the uh, uh, the sewers. It could be a mile in any direction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be uh, miles straight up for all. It, it's guys. worth yeah, mentioning true. that yes, it does go straight up, straight down a yeah. mile as well. Oh, so it's literally like a, oh, a mile. It's sphere. a sphere. Yeah. 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 Okay. So well. if at one point you know, like a rock or something, <laughs> if if an air elemental happened to have been floating by, <laughs> like I literally flight, just yeah, just just over the city, they would have had a weird moment of about like. 
30 seconds of that just pinging up oh there's, there's an elemental somewhere yeah. that would have been a particularly mean bit of DMing if you'd done that yeah fuck <laughs> you and air elementals floating past get worried <laughs> like <laughs> like oh, oh no it's gone now <laughs> probably wouldn't be of any interest to an air elemental to be honest probably not <laughs> okay uh... so, so we need a nap I ha- I don't have any magic and I can't stand up. So yeah, we do. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, where would you like um, to head? Where are we near? Your your the only exit you know is uh, the old uh, the old house in Whittaker Grove. Are so, we far from the Grimanis? Yeah, the Grimanis are over here. In the yeah, Olympus they're over in Olympia's nest. Um, but you can get to the brass uh, to the brass lantern. That's what would be. A three-minute walk uh, and is now more like a fifteen-minute stumble uh, from the Whitaker yeah. Grove house. Okay, I think that's a good Should idea. Should we go to the Brass Lantern? Yeah. Yeah, I could eat with a drink after that. Me too. <sighs> I could do with five drinks, but first sleep. Yeah. You stumble your way to the Brass Lantern. Uh, John slash Mordecai uh, notices you arrive, and there's not many patrons in at this hour. You know, there's it's not even the lunch rush yet. Even the halflings haven't gone the, you know, the noonsies snack uh, <laughs> rush yet. Um, he goes, oh, bloody hell. He looks at the three of you. Um, you know what, we've got a room. Don't worry about the cost. I'll, 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 I'll bring you up some things to eat and drink. Thank you. That would be great. Thank you. Uh, let me give you a hand. He sort of shoulders you, uh, Celestia. Yeah, I imagine it's slightly more effective than, yeah. than my, yeah. less than half my size helping, so that's good. <laughs> Coulson uh, takes out like uh, ten silver and just plops it on the bar. Like he pushes it back. It's on. We'll say this is on your tab. He gives you a wink. Right, you are, sir. <laughs> um, and Celestia yeah. swears all the way up the stairs. Instantly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pride! <laughs> the three of you sort of uh, you find there's a double bed, and he brings in a sort of. Uh, cot of blankets and you just all three of you slump down yeah is this a short rest or a I'm long rest I'm actually alright <laughs> I'm ballsed I've got no magic yeah um I mean of course there is the oil that I could use on a blade but that would be same I have nothing else I've still got my um uh my ghost oil and my uh potion of resists thing what I might do is actually if we're having a long rest it's kind of immaterial are we up but... for a long rest um well if we're going to have a long rest I reckon yeah. that we should at least spend some of that time planning where we're going to hit next yeah the thing is yeah. can we be mu- do much at night that's actually useful it... Because I'm, I could go out. And, I'm not that bad. I could go out and just ask around and try and get some info. That might be That's a useful thing to do actually. while we're crashed out. But I mean, how bad are I you? I still haven't got. A, I mean, I've, I've not got many spells left, but I'm feeling fine. Yeah, I have literally no spells, including fairy fire. I've got nothing. The only thing I have is two inspirations and obviously a sword. But mm. and my strength is at minus four. If we've got no plans for the night, I could rest overnight and use the daylight hours to do some yeah reconnaissance. That's a big word. Oh, it's going to be... Well done, says friend cheerfully. 
problem is... I could go out, do some shopping, ask around, get some more of that resist stuff. Yeah, okay, but no getting yourself killed. Also, you got to think, we got 11. That's that's pretty good going, but the more time we delay, the more time they're going to have to make more. And there's still, what, two of the originals out there? I mean, is it worth just taking a short rest and powering through? I can, you know, use a sword. Maybe we do a short rest, have a look around, do some recon, and if we find something, go for it, but be cautious. Mm. And then rest overnight properly. Yeah, I think we... uh, I think with the limited daylight, as much as I hate to do anything without magic. I mean, I've got... I can do small magic, but... Yeah, talking of which, could you possibly... um, Get our, our our guns dry again. It yeah. takes a minute of press not prestidigitation. Yeah, prestidigitation. <laughs> prestidigitation. I play the guns a small tune on the xylophone. Just what I thought the day couldn't get weirder. <laughs> those with uh, those of you with uh, spirit sight see just this little these little floating spirits kind of weave their way in and out of the gun almost like pipe cleaners oh yeah and there's a small spray of water that juts out of the end of both of them i imagine they're all moving to the rhythm of this slightly twee xylophone tune that i play yeah yeah nice and then i collapse on the bed okay yeah uh, so short rest one hit die then yeah yes all of you take at least an hour to just Drinks, eat some of the food that's brought up by Mordecai. Can I smoke some opium? Is that allowed? You're allowed to smoke some opium. Okay. And, um. Oh, fuck, I'm definitely smoking some Can opium. I have a little chat with Mordecai while we're does. doing it? Yes, yeah, alright. Yeah, let's do that first then. I just I want a bit of information as he knows. Okay. So, um. Those are the temporary hit points you've yeah, Seeing you wanting to speak to him, Mordecai uh, has a word with you. In a separate, uh, currently unoccupied room. So, uh, Scap, what's on your mind? Glad to see um, the three of you are alive. Look like you've been through the wars. Yeah, these shadows not fun. Um, you, you I know magic's not really your thing, but so d- people learn magic from books, right? Oh, uh, as far as they can. Well, that's all. You know, they they apprentice with the church and the church. You know, and then the saints do. You know, grant them magic. Yeah. But do people like sell books that I could buy? Um, I mean, yeah. This, you know, I mean, like to be honest, you know, if you're looking for very introductory stuff. Um, then you know we've bought stuff for um, for hope before, but that is, that's you know, the sort of thing that takes years to learn. But then, given you know what hope's mentioned, with what you can do, I guess that's not you know the very basics might not be quite what you're looking for. Because um, these shadows can get in anywhere, hmm. and we we'd have no way of knowing. And it feels like there should be a magic that would tell you that they were there. I mean... Or something. Maybe. If, um... My thought would be... You might want to ask at the university. Uh, 
they probably. I'm not sure, I should go there. Well, they probably don't. I, I doubt that the university itself, you know, just sells that sort of information willy nilly. But that doesn't sound like it's too complex for a you know for for a skilled uh, wizard. So maybe you might be able to find. Uh, you might be able to find one of the students there willing to sell you an old textbook, maybe. Does anywhere sell pets? <laughs> I know it's not important right now, but... Well, um, yeah. Also, yeah, there's a, there's a number of places. I mean, you know, it uh, depends on the kind of pets you're looking for. Uh, I know that some of the uh, stables on the edge of town uh, double as kennels. Uh, they do, uh, you know, they do very stocks. It's just a friend stocks. was asking. Oh, yeah, no, there's, uh, there's stables um, out uh, on the edge of town. Uh, so they, they do kennels, they do a variety of, you know, there's, there's various breeds of dogs uh, that they do. Uh, otherwise, I suppose, you know, if you could try and find a stray cat or something. Uh, but if you're up for something else, you might try around um, Castle Square Market. Uh, some of the uh, day traders, you'll, you'll occasionally get, um, you know, ex exotic traders in the Duke's Ward who have things like you know, brightly coloured birds from Sunder, or you know, you know pet, you know, pet mice, or, or such. That that it's it's you know that sort of things mostly for relatively well-to-do sorts. But they, there is there are uh, such people who you know sell interesting or even just common sorts of animals uh, for people who want to pick them up. Okay, that's all. Thank you. He puts his hand on your shoulder. You look after yourself, right? Well, okay. and we'll do our best to look after you too. Gives you a tap. Right. Call us if you need anything. I've got to go man the bar. I'll do. He heads down the stairs and you head back in to your uh, friends. On his way up, he also brought a... You, know, uh, you actually, by this point, have... He brought up some beer and a few uh, 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 and some biscuits, but you've already started to open up the hamper that uh, Butty gave you earlier in the morning, and you're you know, there's there's plenty to, to eat as you. We've been carrying lunch. that this whole time. It's been kind of shoved into one of your backpacks, basically. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, Just imagining us going through this whole fight with like a, a picnic basket, <laughs> like, like a really cute Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like a straw one with like tartan bits on it. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I was yes. seeing tartan, definitely red tartan. Yeah, yeah. You, you got back, you know, as you were unpacking your things. Like, wait a minute, there's this whole picnic basket in here we forgot about. Um. So yes, yeah, so you settle down, you have some lunch, and that I reckon is a good place for us to take a bit of a break. So. Shall uh, I roll a quick con save to do with opium first? Yeah, yeah, roll me a yeah, roll me an addiction, please. Shit, um, that's a four. Okay, please mark yourself as being one addicted to opium. Good, good. Right. One point of an opium addiction again. Okay. You'll get an. Oh you'll get a troubled night's sleep. Yeah. Trying um, times. <laughs> however, in the immediate moment, there is so much desperate, blessed relief. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> The room smells kind of sickly sweetish. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as you rest and try and recover a little, you take your short rest. We'll take ours. And hmm. uh, you'll hear us all after this important message. And now, a word from our friends over at Party Advantage. 
Greetings listeners, are you looking to add more D&D fun to your lineup? Then be sure to check out Party Advantage, a D&D 5th edition play podcast featuring two campaigns alternating each week. In the Arius adventures, you'll set off into the land of Arius, from the ancient dragon gods that created this world to the rise and fall of various races and civilizations, this land has history that stretches far into times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on a journey that will take them to the busy city of gnomes, the gilded halls of the high elves, and to the deepest depths of the Underdark. Then in the Farwind Saga, you'll travel with our group of anti-heroes for their suspense-filled exploits as they explore the enigmatic continent of Farwind. This is an ancient land lost to the histories of Faerun, where mystery and danger shroud the deep forest, forbidden mountains, and dark mires. Yet every risk offers tantalizing rewards to those brave enough to take them. Will these parties gain the advantage on their next encounter? Find out every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you then. The name's Tumblebrook, Professor Merwin Tumblebrook. And I encourage you to try Strong Hill Sanistal Pale Ale. With its smooth, distinctive text, what? What is it? Flintlocks and Fireballs? Oh, um, uh, well, uh, uh, like, rate, and subscribe to that then. That's it, I'm having strong words with my agent over this. Ah! Welcome back. <laughs> so, you, uh, you finish your lunch. Recovering uh, re- what you can with uh, basic medical assistance. Uh, this is actually a fair point. Uh, Corzin, did you expend any use of your healer's kit? You know what? I'm going to say yes. I would not mind that. Yes. <laughs> so we get to um, regain... Every, every use you expend, you get to add an extra d6. Oh, okay. Yeah, because pr- is, the, is the rule I went for that. All given right. Your, given your background as a surgeon. Right, so if I uh, expend two, one for each of us... That would be wonderful. Then uh, I've, I've still got five left. And you need to have been able to. You need to have spent hit dice on this. Yeah, I have. Rest, but I rolled two. <laughs> okay, I rolled, I rolled two ones on my hit dice. Thankfully, I rolled a five on my opium dice, and I got a two on this. Fuck's sake! Yeah, Celestia, so you're holding it together mostly through drug abuse. Yeah, I'm looking a <laughs> bit a bit twitchy at this point, and I imagine the bags under yeah. the eyes are big. Yeah. Yeah, even at, yeah, at this point, like, you know, you guys have been through a lot of cause and you notice, like, Celestia has some, like, really deep purple bits under her eyes now. Yeah. However. I have a few swigs of whiskey. For I do not need to ask why. Yeah. What was that? I do not need to ask why. Yeah. <laughs> so. What do the three of you like to do? Um... Okay, so where have we ruled out? Let's have a look at the map. So, we've ruled out Olympi's Nest. Yep. Uh, the Iron Ward we ruled out, didn't we? Mm. New Glazer's Ward we've done. The Warrens? Did we already search the Warrens? We searched, but we didn't find much. Yeah, although wasn't that but where... people died, so... Wasn't that where the uh, the girl was killed? Yeah. Maybe we maybe and we the guard. Make an intelligence check, please. Okay. 
All of us? Yeah. Three. Three. Um, fifteen. Okay, fifteen. Yeah, you remember. Seventeen. Okay. Um, Corzin has sort of forgotten the exact location in the in the whole um, uh, huddle and bubble, and that's not really the word. Hurdy gurdy. Boil and trouble. All in all, the hurdy gurdy. I really want. I, I don't know if that's really a phrase, but I wish it was. Yeah, it, it is, is now. now. That's that's a musical <laughs> instrument. Isn't it? Oh, no. um, you're the DM, so technically this is your party. So yeah, if yes, you yeah. want to say it's all the hurdy gurdy of the last day or so. If you want it's every a common person phrase to in this say world. that, yeah, just that, like Jimothy is a, a name yeah. that people have. <laughs> I'm sure there is. A, there definitely is a name, but I can't. And it begins with like a H and a B or an H and a G, and I cannot remember what it is. But in all the hurdy gurdy the last day um Coulson is like mixing their locations up but no uh, the other wow. two you remember that it was in the north of spin the north part of spinner's end is where okay. the girl and the soldier died right <laughs> so Coulson darling it wasn't in the warrens it was in spinner's end where they died so maybe maybe we should go over to spinner's end sort of almost to the point when it goes into weaver's ward mm. Yeah, I mean, we could that... do a double whammy. We could go over to Spinner's End and then from there go to Weaver's Ward, do some searching, yeah, ask around. That's going to uh, rule out the majority of the outer part of the city. Yes. We could work our way up to, like, Cyprus, is it? Yeah. So if we start down Spinner's End, work around, hmm. get that whole edge. That sounds good. Um, I suppose we could ask at the university. You never know. Yes. People might have been reporting weird stuff. Where's the uh, 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 religious establishment that our uh, cleric friends going to be uh, working off? That is, I believe, is it Vic- Victor's group. Yeah, Victor. Uh, n- no, no, no. Oh, Although he has, she has Victor. It turns out is a really common name in these parts. Um, make a history check, by the way. Actually, anyone who wants to. Okay. I don't think I'd know. Yeah. I'm not going to. Three again. Vic is a weirdly common name in Brighthall. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Victor Fass was priest of St. Bridget, uh, which and St. Bridget's Church uh, was in the Iron Ward. But oh, okay. he was going to... In fact, by the time you, you're leaving, getting ready to leave the Brass Lantern, because you did actually arrange to have them delivered here, if I remember correctly, mm. uh, a, a runner does arrive with six pints of holy water for you. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. They're in small, easy to break if thrown clay uh, bottles. So two Excellent. each? Yep, yeah, two each. Okay. So the using these is a ranged uh, weapon attack and on a hit they do I'll just confirm this because it's in the player's handbook. It's either 2d6 or 2d8 radiant damage to undead and fiends. But I'll just confirm that. I like it's D8, so I'm not sure. 100% Holy water, holy water, holy water. Holy water, 2d6 radiant damage. And you can either uh, pour it onto a creature within 5 feet of you or throw it up to 20 feet. In either case, it is a ranged weapon attack. Okay. Okay. And they're vulnerable to radiant, aren't they? Well, not so much vulnerable as they are. They they don't. Um, uh, I mean, you don't know, but so you. As far as Victor said, 
they're at least harmed by it. You don't mm. know if they're especially they're at least not by resistant. It, but yeah. they're not resistant. Yeah, which is good with these things because they're fucking resistant to everything else. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right. Let's um. Start over to Spinner's End then, I guess. Okay. Actually, can I, um, any of the shadows in the sewers were they either the guard or the little girl? I can make in the sewers, or... no. Okay, cool. No, I can confirm neither of those were those shadows. Right. Good Which to know. makes a degree of sense because uh, the the those guy, the the central hub in the sewers that you found was probably a good mile and a half away from. Uh, where you encounters the garden standing of the little girl's corpse. Oh, good to know. So they okay. might have gone somewhere else during the day. Right. Right. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's head on over to uh, Spinner's End. Spinner's End. Yeah. Okay. On the way there. Anyway. Causing what are you? What do you know about Meadmere then? You seem to know the guard colours very quickly when we were scrying on Olga. Well, they're, um. I'm assuming this is on the walk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are unfortunately some, uh, uh, some people I, uh, have come across. I don't think I've actually been into battle with them so much but you know one of the things of when you're a, a privateer you do tend to get at least a working knowledge of uh, m- most of the armies around okay. now I was wondering if you were familiar with their talk if you had anything useful that you know Olga might have been looking for anything like that I, I don't know it at all you see Corzin consider for a moment he goes mm, Meadmere in general no uh, there's one place I uh, I know there reasonably well a port surprise surprise but Shocker. um but I can't tell from what they were saying uh, during the scrying whether or not it was there mm. I would very much like to find out though wouldn't we all He ponders it for uh, another couple of minutes as you're walking. Okay. Hmm. Um, you've already picked up the uh, newspaper today, but as you walk through the uh, through <laughs> through the Judgment Square, there's the same call before of "Get across the water, is it?" I thought it was a sentinel. <laughs> yeah, sentinel. Sorry, sentinel. Pick it all. Sorry, yeah. As we <laughs> through, there's this one other guy. Get your crosswater gazette. Fuck you! <laughs> don't listen, don't read that rag, it's nothing! <laughs> What's the Crosswater Gazette? Um, I would talking like to about? buy a copy of the Crosswater Gazette. Okay, the, you pay, you pay <laughs> two copper pieces. The Crosswater Gazette is sold by this rough looking guy in a, in a, in a raggedy old, uh, old coat. Um, and it is nothing but slander <laughs> against various political personages. Wow. Uh, oh, it, wow. it has some anti-monarchist res- uh, uh, rhetoric. Oh wow! Um, there's like it's talking about how like there's the the, the 
there's there's actually very little in it that's real content. This 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 appears to be some rabble rousers rag that they that really looks like it was they're less put through a printing press and someone printed with their you know, cut potatoes you know, right. from the, from the quality of printing. This is definitely some sort of weird underground local circulation only <laughs> newspaper. The only thing that actually stands out of any interest um, is that the Gazette at least seems to have reprinted the, the stories about the shadowy mon- uh, shadow monsters okay. attacking people oh, right. on the streets. That'll do really good things for our <laughs> And um, there is a whole thing, and uh, there is a, a small piece um, about uh, a visiting uh, speaker and um, re- rhetor- rhetorician uh, and journalist Jean-Paul Savat uh, staying in town. Who was he? I've forgotten. He was uh, one of the guys who was the... Well, he was a guy who uh, we were going to have to steal from for... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, and um, it, it does actually mention... She wanted his papers. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, it appears that the uh, writer of the Crosswater Gazette uh, is clearly like a, a full-on fan of mm. Savats because he's there's like three paragraphs dedicated to how you know his speech like we should all listen to his speeches about you know how we, we, we uh, about these the ideas of the enlightenment about us standing together as brothers and sisters and embracing liberty and no longer paying taxes to these fat corrupt you know, <laughs> monarchist wow. cats and if you want to, you know, and maybe you should all go down to the Silken Goose Hotel in Duke's Ward and listen and, and buy that man a drink. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Celestia looks at the paper. I mean, there is a possibility at some point that we should buy him a drink, but only so we can nick his, his papers. I think we do have rather more pressing <laughs> matters right at this well, second, don't you? Know, you? If we do manage to sort out the mad shadow invasion might not be a bad thing to do with our time but first I think maybe we stop everybody dying yeah that that's um, yeah. that's certainly going to be a, a step one in this plan yes yeah. um, <laughs> the uh, you see a, a like a group of um, of watchmen like four uh, uh, tra- they're traveling in fours you notice today the guard has been stepped up mm. Um, marching through the through the street, and the guy selling the gazette seems to notice them and immediately scoffs into an alley. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah. He's a politico, right? Okay. Actually, again on the wall. Um, I mean, the gazette seems to be fucking bullshit anyway, but it really might be worth us putting the frighteners up the editor of the other paper. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Do we remember where the offices were? Oh, it was... Um, um, did the boy tell us? Over oh, yeah, by... Was uh, it? Wasn't um, it by uh, Victor's Canal? I think I think it was, yes. DM out of character, was uh, it? Yes, Canal or it was. Uh, I believe it was in the... They had some offices, if I remember correctly, uh, on... Yeah, in Cyprus along Victor... It was either... Oh, yeah, no, it was in Duke's Ward along Victor's Canal. Yeah, so there. Lovely. Okay, cool. So maybe actually that's something to do in the dark when we can't find any shadows? Because I I don't think that's as urgent as killing shadows, but I think it it could help the cause quite a lot. Well, if there's anyone there at night, yeah. Mm. Well, we could go to his house. Yeah, it would be scarier at night anyway. It would be atmospheric. Mm. We could put on a show. (coughs) 
So we're gonna get caught, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> so you make your way to Spinner's End. How are you conducting your search? What are you looking for? Uh, looking for rotten stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, and then obviously... yeah, asking around okay. as well as just looking. All right, I'm going to say because there's three of you, I'll let you do this as two investigation checks: one with advantage, one without. Mm-hmm. One based on intelligence, one based on charisma, to reflect you looking and searching mm-hmm. versus talking to people. Probably okay. Celestia is the best to roll both of them. Can she do both, or does it need to be separate people? Two separate I people. Think... Alright. Because the charisma-based one, I think, unless you're proficient, it's going to be the same. Oh, you've got thingamajig. I do have jack of all <laughs> trades. Um, which but might... you're the only one who's got any sort of investigation, aren't you? Very true, actually. Yeah. Oh, I've got plus one to investigation, but... Yeah, I've got plus one if it's intelligence, plus five if it's charisma. Ooh. Okay, I... Yeah, I would also have... My investigation is currently plus two, so what would it be if I use my charisma? I'm having a mad uh, start. What's your intelligence? Plus six? My intelligence... Yeah, it would be plus six yeah, because plus Jack six. of all trades. Yeah. So, how do you want to do this? Well, you can only do one of them. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean... Should I do the big ass modifier and do the charisma one? Also, uh, well, it's only one difference, so it doesn't actually make any difference. True. Let's. You know what? Whether it's you or me. <laughs> yeah, I will do the lower one, and I get. Which one's with advantage? Which one is with Whichever advantage? one you want, you pick one of them to be with advantage because that's okay. where the third person is helping. Makes sense. Because I could make do. either one with advantage. Mm. <laughs> if I tides of chaos, this. True. Oh, very true. Alright, makes sense then that you should do the um, uh, the lower one with advantage and then use Tides of Chaos to um, yeah. give you two bites at the larger one. Cool, fuck it, let's do that. So I'll do, I'll look for moldy stuff. <clears throat> so you're doing the intelligence-based check with uh, with Cause and helping you. Yeah. Scamp is going off asking as, uh, in dwarf yeah. mode. And Tides of Chaosing it. Yeah. One okay. of those was a one, so that's good. Mm, that not had great. Advantage. Okay, so you pull... Uh, that's an 18 for 18. Me. 17. And 17, okay. So you pull reality around you to try and get <laughs> more of a more of an edge. Uh, and it does mean that you sort of... You, you f- you're more likely to find people who've heard a little bit more about what's going on. Okay, I'm going to go with Scamp first, then. Scamp, as you, okay. you set out on your own, you, you guys sort of... Give yourselves. And I'm looking for animals as yeah. well. <laughs> okay, so you give yourselves an hour or so, and then, uh, but, but uh, with plans to meet back up at Sutton Street, um, and begin searching around. So by this point, it's I'm going to say it's coming towards one o'clock. But by the time you're done, it'll be about half one. Okay. So you know what, Scamp? Give me a perception check while you're there. Oh dear. Because you're looking for animals as well. Why not? Hmm. Oh, that's a four. I see no animals. <laughs> At one point, there is a black cat that walks into the middle of the street, stares right challengingly at you, and then walks on it, uh, <laughs> on its way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Professor Sorry, McGonagall. Sorry, friend, another time. <laughs> it is <laughs> definitely Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, I like the look of that one, but I don't think I don't think he liked the look of us. <laughs> Um, however, you, you do have a bit more success with uh, talking to people. 
You ask around about, bluntly, about killings, about sightings. And there have been several more. Oh no, how many more? Uh, Tossing it all up, it seems like maybe a dozen more people were killed. Mostly to the northern edge of Spinner's End. Almost going going partly into the Weaver's Ward mm. as well. Oh, okay. your, your, your investigations take you a bit in okay, that area good. as well. However, there's, there's also been some people fighting against them. You mm. learn that you are not the only people out against the... working against the shadows. Vigilantes, yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like... Uh, it seems from talking to them that some members of the criminal underworld appear to have been forewarned... Mm and have been forming small bands uh, doing the vigilante justice thing since they a number of them already are in gangs mm-hmm. and do, you know are <laughs> used to fighting yeah they were warned group. by uh, Bassani the lady at the coffee shop weren't they yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they and they've ha- been successfully able to take down one at a time usually but it sounds like they've taken down f- six or seven shadows themselves <laughs> so there is already resistance That's um, you know they're not these got although the shadows are do risk uh, multiplying exponentially they've already started to to meet limiters which are you know bringing yeah. the numbers to maybe not as high as you would expect right so okay. we've taken down 11 plus the other what was it five that we did before yeah and then something like that and then they've taken down another six or seven so that's quite a lot out there will still be more but it's it's a fucking start yeah and that's the ones that we know of there may be other people Mm. doing even more in other areas yeah um also if if we take the um uh the the ones that we know about as having been uh destroyed so they cannot then uh propagate it means that okay, this is a bit of out of character um, maths that we're working yeah. on here, but um, it means functionally speaking, we've still got two of the originals left. Yeah. How much could they have uh, got if they multiplied exponentially without anyone oh, I did stopping work them? This out. No, I you said something like. We had this chat after Somewhere last in the episode. 40s, I It believe. was somewhere in the 40s. Then we've got 20 already that we can categorically uh, say have already been got. So there's maybe somewhere in the uh, region of between 20 and 30 left. Yeah, and other people will be going for them as well, yeah. so they're not all our responsibility. Yeah. And we've killed how many of the originals? Three at this point? Three, Three of the five, original yeah. Nega causes. And if they are still nesting, that means there's likely to be two nests with a lot in them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because they seem to be, the original ones have all been at a mm. nesting point. Yeah, so, it would make sense though. Yeah. Uh, so, that's part of what you find. The other thing you find, which... um. Uh, which you find scamp is that um, the gangs in this area there is one larger gang in particular that the other gangs answer to uh, and you get the feeling that they're all beneath the sculptor in a sense you know that's that's the person they pay their their, their, their the fifth to but uh, in this area spinners end as a whole it, the that that roost is ruled by the Reynolds gang who are they uh, who, we've heard of them before who you have heard of before 
Uh, so They're not the Halfling gang. No, no, no that's the, the McDougals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can I do a history check to see how much I remember about the Reynolds gang, or was I? Not yeah, there? yeah. Give me a history check just in case you know a bit about from your previous things. Um, depending, you might just remember as well. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, so you remember that the uh, Reynolds gang, for their part, are have been mentioned by the Grimanis. Okay. They seem to be some of their... They seem to be rivals of theirs. Uh, Chase uh, wanted you to... Wants your help at some point to go raid and then burn down one of their warehouses where they hide stolen goods mm-hmm. because they uh, they basically did a run on a blacksmith. Oh, yeah, there it is in under my their notes. Protection. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did write this down. And, yeah, you from previous times you've been into Crosswater, the Reynolds gang have been around for years they used to be a bit less but yeah, they, they used to be a smaller street gang but they've grown in more recent years mm-hmm. you know mm. so there's you'd say that there's probably maybe a dozen of the core gang and then there's you know various various like you know street gangs that uh you know that that get you know that that uh are i mean it's not exactly a feudal arrangement but they fear and respect and obey the yeah. reynolds gang to greater or lesser degrees they can effectively be said to be in control of this area. Uh, you also learn that they are mostly based out of the Broken Barrel, okay. uh, which is their very much their pub, in the way that the Gromani's pub is the Brass Lantern. Mm. Okay, yeah, so that's... It, I've played too much D&D. Yeah, yeah. My autocorrect changes the to 5e. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. You have played far wow. too much. Yeah, wow. You are a level twenty-five nerd. Yeah, darling. I feel like maybe if it's if you're putting this into D and D Beyond notes, maybe it's maybe it's paying attention nope. to what you do in your notes. Nope. This is this is documents. You play far <laughs> too much D and D, and I realise we're saying this on a D and D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. That's something we should yeah. all aspire to. I yes. think. Too much D and D. Yeah. Question I don't know, but I feel like one of the markers is your spell check preferring 5e over the. <laughs> <laughs> so, it really says something about how little you use the word the, apparently. Um, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's the definite article. It should be pretty up there. Anyhow. It also means that I'm probably not doing as much writing as I mean to be doing, because I'm trying to write more, but all yeah. I'm doing is looking up D&D stuff. That's, yeah, basically that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, you head into, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, meet, while this is happening, and yeah, you meet, eventually meet, go back to meet with the others, you got an 18, I think it was. Yes. So, searching around, you're looking for signs of rot and decay. Um, in the southern end of Spinner's End, like it's again, it's this is a difficult task because a lot of the area is low income. You know, its places are a little run down anyway. But you, I'm going to say that. Although you don't necessarily see a specific, you know, there's nothing that points up a specific area, you do notice that as you go more towards the north end of Spinner's End, going in towards the Weaver's Ward, um, there is 
bluntly, like, you know, the area, except in very nice areas, is not well kept. There is very little in the sense of street cleaning. Um, so, and there's, and there's not really, you know, only in areas where people really care about it or that they're just trodden down by constant foot traffic uh, do, you know, bits of grass and plant life not spring up between cobblestones mm. or, you know, in the side of houses where gutters have been blocked up, you'll see, you know, and sometimes people just have, you know, plants that, yeah. you know, on, on uh, the sides of, you know, hanging out of windows. Because you are looking specifically, you notice that plant life in general seems to be getting a little weaker. It's a little, um, things are wilting a little more than you would expect given Mm. the wet weather of late, uh, even given that it's going into autumn. It's as if, it's not as if like things are rotting in their bowls, Mm. but it's more as if uh, some of the tree, the occasional trees, uh, you know, small trees that grow up even in these parts, have gone straight. The the leaves are redder or browner or drier than they should really be for this stage of autumn. Like mm. we're in late autumn, so they, you know, they're close to coming off anyway. But it feels like maybe these are a little early compared mm. to everything else mm. for 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 the sudden onset of winter. Um, and there is. Yeah, like it, there's there's more of a like again that sense of chill you had from before last night is it's it's not cold around here. It's, you don't get yeah. You know, there's not a sense of things being supernaturally frigid, mm. but the 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 breezes when they come are a little bit more biting than they would otherwise feel. Mm. And you notice that heaps of rubbish are perhaps you know molding a little quicker. But okay. it's not. There's not like a clear center point that you can pin down. That would have been my next question. Um, no, rather I will say that if you guys are willing to spend another couple of hours following your trails, oh, yeah. respectively. Yeah. Okay. By the time three o'clock, three thirty rolls around, mm-hmm. you find sort of the edge of this. By the time you get, well, because you go up to Grenville Square and there is, it's a big old. Is it quite a big? Popular square, there's a few markets there, um, and there's a big old statue of some sort of what looks like a halfling general or maybe an admiral, you, who uh, turns out is indeed H. Grenville. Ah, uh, <laughs> H. Grenville, right. Yeah. <coughs> Would Corsin know who that is? Uh, yeah, give me a history check. Would I? 17. You can't. Uh, yeah, give me a Christmas check as well. Why not? I put historical figures or something. Yeah, historical figures or something. Yeah. Local knowledge. Like, come no. no. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Grenville. Uh, you know, this is actually a recent statue. Uh, Grenville was a famous. Uh, was a famous admiral. Uh, in the bright Hallish navy who won a series of victories uh, against Orsiria, which mm. is an achievement, um, uh, that pr- probably stopped the uh, 13 Years' War ending about five years sooner and not with a at least nominal victory for Brighthorn and Saul. Right. He, um, he executed a series or He basically... Did a whole thing where when the two because there's a whole thing in, you know with naval combat where you get lines of battle where ideally your goal is to try and line your ships up so that you can get broadsides off against the enemy and you know present a narrow a narrow face to the enemy yourself so you don't get broadsided. 
he did this whole thing where he decided to approach at a 90 degree angle mm -hmm. uh, making the first few ships in his line incredibly vulnerable mm -hmm. to an attack by the Osirian uh, broadsides uh, and they were which is why he put the toughest ships at the front mm -hmm. the Osirians got off a broadside but he had worked his men like like dogs uh, something which the orcs then later learned to do and improve their own mm -hmm. uh, rate of fire so that after this they'd spent all of their ammunition uh, on this first series of ships he then brought the rest of his line in and got off two separate barrages and essentially gutting the Orsirian line mm. uh, and that was enough that yeah they, they proceeded to win the battle it's helped them secure uh trade their, their trade routes with Meadmir, who'd remained mm. neutral in the conflict and remained supplied in vital materials. I relate all of this. Oh. Hmm. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for the history lecture, Causa. Um, do you have an idea where any I shadows are? I immediately forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Scamper immediately forgets everything you just said. <laughs> in fact, oh. wasn't really paying attention. Just sort of zones out. <laughs> Yeah, because like what 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 thinking about what pets they could get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, but yes, sorry. Yeah. You, you search around this area, and the limit. The you notice that the death uh, scamp talking around. You find that the death, although you actually move out of the area of influence of the Reynolds gang because this is more of a this is a more slightly more upscale more middle class area mm -hmm. um, the deaths have been happening here but not but the watch who have been slower to respond have not killed as many shadows here only a couple were apparently laid low All right. um, well, at least that's some but yeah so, and it seems that, <sighs> that a lot of people have died in their beds here where oh, shadows have no. crept in through through open windows Oh, I hate that. And they've just taken them in their sleeps. Yeah. In their sleep. Yeah, sleep doesn't pluralize. Um, we but, need to find a student I can buy some magic from. Yeah. The mm. it, it all cuts off. The, the deaths and the sort of aura of decay seem to stop around about Grenville Square. It doesn't proceed, proceed any further north. Okay. So, yeah, you get you kind of get a rough band of between the I'm going to say the point where you know where it says Spinner's End on the map around about where the capital is mm -hmm. to number 10 uh, Grenville Square right that is seems to broadly be the limit of this okay. area um, are there any big warehouses any sewers any big dark spaces oh, uh, there are a number of there are a number of um there's not too many warehouses per se but this the 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 area between between that kind of covers the area between weaver's ward and spinner's end is annoyingly filled with textile mills fabric essentially fa mm. fabric factories right so, so stuff that is well they're going to be going all day lots aren't of they? dark yeah, like um, if the, you they'd have people running in many shifts, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, um, yeah. But be quite you busy can you can there. do a search if you want. I'm gonna say this is one more investigation check, probably only one. So like best we've got, and unless there's a can way underground. 
Yeah, it's with advantage. So I mean, why either, not, I suppose. How long will yeah, this take? Might as well try. Um, I'm going to say another hour. So this is going to put you to about half four, but right. of just. I think it's worth talking. It's, it's what we would do. Yeah. 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 Oh, natural twenty. Nice. Ooh. Okay. We were definitely overdue. So as <laughs> you're working really your way were. through, you're you're talking around trying to find a different. You're finding out. You're looking for for different mills, and you meet one person uh, who's you know who's on their break, um, their five minute break. It's the only one they get in the day. They're a little annoyed that you're there. You know, they're smoking their pipe. It's like, what? Oh, you're looking around at different kind of uh, different uh, mills that that are dark during the day. <laughs> well, I suppose there's the Villeneuve Mill. Uh, they went out of business about a month ago. Um, oh right, are they? Yeah. So there's nobody in there. Well, not not unless someone else has bought it over recently. No, they're off. Uh, they're off by the uh, by the wall. Are there a lot of windows? Um, I mean, not many. I mean, yeah, there's there's some, but they're all mostly up near the top. You know, it's, windows glass is expensive. Okay, wh- which way is that? Uh, he gives you some vague direction. He gives you some very specific directions. It's got to mm-hmm. be down. Yeah. Like- uh, and indeed, uh, I will confirm that it is uh, number twenty on the map. Is the location oh, directly? Oh, twenty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the outer wall. Oh right. Yeah. So yeah, we're right by the, yeah. the river. And as you are walking on the way, you spot a familiar figure pushing a cart of various junk down one of the side streets. A gnome <laughs> in a. Uh, Leather in an old battered leather duster, kind of like a kind of cowboy duster type. Right. Uh, long coats um, with the sort of heavy leather pauldrons you get. She has uh, one silver pigtail, tattooed iridescent ink on the other side of her head, uh, and you notice that uh, piled that she actually has um, a long knife of the sort of halfling short sword style oh, at yeah. one at one uh, uh, buckled onto a belt and uh, on her uh, and she seems to have recently strung uh, and it's currently resting on top of the pile of junk what looks like a compound bow made out of some sort of curious types of horn you couldn't really identify okay. them at a glance uh, essentially a short bow it's a, it's a composite short bow it's designed you know mm. slight, doesn't really pack that much harder a punch but has better range oh, okay. so suitable for a gnome uh, or indeed a halfling to wield though not actually a firearm right curiously um, but yes this does indeed appear to be Vera alright I'm going to approach her I'm going to walk decidedly after her he looks up well hello there fancy seeing the three of you here I might have said the same thing myself. Yeah, well, why are you here so quickly? What was your name, Vera? Vera, that's right. And it's always a pleasure to see you, Corson. Um, Corson's I... doing some very, very quick calculations in his head as to, okay, she was in Skrull's Cove how long ago? <laughs> <laughs> About 20 days ago. Without a ship, there's no way she got here that fast. <laughs> well, no, there's a lot of sea in the way. Hmm. 
It certainly would be maybe if she rode a horse at full speed over land. Like if she, yeah, if she, well, that wouldn't be one horse either. It would be it. She maybe if she used a chain of horses, Pony Express style, she could have ridden here in that amount of time. That's pretty implausible. Have I ever seen Vera ride a horse? You have never seen Vera ride a horse. No. Okay. (laughs) You. Honestly, aren't sure if she even knows how to ride a horse. Right, fine. Didn't think so. So, I have many questions, but um, the first one is where the fucking hell did you get that arrow? Out of the back of my thigh. She just stares right at you and offers no more information than that. When? Some time ago. I want to say more than a hundred years ago, less than a hundred and fifty. Do you know who it was? No, on account of I was running the other way. Right. But I'm glad they didn't get their feckin' arrow back. Yeah, well done. They uh, usually do. She... Clicks her neck a little at that. Can we congratulate you on that one? Thank you. I'm a hard woman to kill. There's right. a slightly more flintiness to her gaze than before, but otherwise still sort of unnervingly wide-eyed and there's still a little smile. What brings you to Crosswater, Vera? This is not usually your sort of town. I'm here on business. Aren't you ever? Sorting something out. Mind if I ask what you've been dealing with lately? You all look a little... a little bit roughed up. Well, I suppose there's uh, no harm in uh, letting you know that. To be honest, you should probably know you're on your own. Um, Yeah. There's uh, been an outbreak of shadows here. Interesting. Somebody called it a shadow bomb. No, I know what those are. Thought you might. They're bastards. Glad to see someone has this under control. Well, <laughs> which about, which way were you go? Were you folk headed? Um. Well, we're in dry dock here for uh, another best part of a week. Hmm. Yeah, but I had I had some plans before this uh, started. No, I mean, where are you heading right now? Um, oh. up towards Weaver's Ward. She and we were going to um, the what was the name of the uh, the Villainer Fabric Mill. We were yeah. going to the, uh, the the Fabric Mill Villainer one, the one that's out of business. We've got to tip off that there so might be some in there. You do you point the vague direction. Yeah. yeah. She immediately t- she looks down, turns back to you. Interesting. I'm wondering if maybe our work might align on this occasion. What are you doing here? I'm on a hunt. There's something here that shouldn't be, and I need to get rid of it. Oh, is this more of your Feywild gubbins? She smirks a little at that. You tell you. Sometimes halflings tell themselves such interesting stories. In any case, I'm here in business. But, if you'll help me solve that business, and I think maybe we're going the same way, I can offer you some payment in exchange for your aid and for not asking any more questions about what it is I do. 
long as it's hunting shadows, that's kind of urgent. Can I roll an insight check and try to determine... Um, how... How trustworthy she is. I, I you know, okay, bear in mind our history together. Yeah, bearing that in mind, roll a history check. A history check, okay. Not history, sorry, insight. insight. <laughs> you said our history <laughs> and I my mind. Eight. Vera, by her nature, is hard to read. Um, last time, you know, you did... You, the last couple of times you've done any sort of dealings with her, she's stuck to her side of the bargain. But she is inscrutable. I turn to the others and say, at the very least, I think you can at least be assured we don't have another Olga on our hands here. Okay. You sure? She's been at least fair with me in the past. Okay. I won't say helpful necessarily, but fair. Attentive ear. Are you any good in a fight? She gives you a, a, a single nod. Okay. Here. And she rummages around in her pack, in her cart of various junk. I've got a thing for each of you. The interesting things I've picked up along the way. You don't ask me any questions This, uh, well, you can ask me questions, but in exchange for these, I don't have to answer them. At least not relating to what I'm doing. We encounter any of your shadows along the way, I'll help you kill them. But in turn, you help me sort out my problem. We're looking for something that shouldn't be. We find it, we kill it. If there's any other shadows around, I help you kill them, and then we go on our ways. Mm. I have my own business to conduct. Alright. And you don't tell my cousin about this. Who's your cousin? Do I know who our cousin is? <sighs> Fighty. What? I heard he's been travelling with your ship. You <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Unless he says this out loud. <laughs> Fighty is your cousin. Second cousin. Once removed. I Do, are you in contact with him? <laughs> By the spirits, no. That he is so annoying. I can see the family resemblance. Yeah, you're yeah. looking at, actually. Yeah, there is. There is something in the nose and the eyes. <laughs> the stare, like yeah. Different coloured eyes, though. Yeah. There is our kind of. Uh, I, I think I've described them violet. as blue with violet tinges yeah. around yeah. the edges. Right, well, today is very strange. Um, oh, that's a revelation, yeah. Yeah, um... So, I mean... Are we not allowed to ask any questions? Or can we can we ask, ask questions, you... but I reserve the right not to answer them. How dangerous a threat are we looking at? Because I'm fuck out of spells. Dangerous. Right. It's going to happen sometime within the next 12 hours or so. Might already have happened by the time we get there. Might not happen for a few hours. So we, if you want to sleep, you can, but that means we'll be do it, taking care of this in the evening. Needs to be done before dawn. 
one way or another. This right. wouldn't happen to be uh, of a um, fey or uh, aberrant nature, would it? Because if so, I think I might have some information. She said, thanks for Maybe. I'd say it would approach that general sort of area, yes. But I've already but I already know where it's gonna turn up. Or at least I know the direction it's gonna turn up in. Which seems to be the direction you're going in. Right. Right, fuck it, should we go to this factory? First up, let me give you these uh, let me let me give you your payment for your for your for me not ask, answering questions. She rummages around in the pack and okay. the cart and this cart again has a bit of everything, so there's there's all sorts of interesting things in here, but she pulls out what appears to be a 20-foot coil of worn old hemp rope, um, a small clay jar filled with what looks like maybe whale blubber or something, mm-hmm. and an old stick with a bit of, uh, with a bit of, uh, of rep. Of rags wrapped around the end. I look at her and I. Did you make these yourself? No, I found them. She holds out the rope and, and it's up for you, one of you, to pick with. Uh, like, so she holds up out each item and it's up for you to, someone to reach in and take the item they want. This rope mm. wants to bind. You throw it at someone within about twenty feet of you. And if it doesn't manage to, and if they don't manage to wriggle out of the way, it'll hold them still. It'll paralyze them for maybe up to a minute or so. Done. Okay. So yeah, that um, this rope has a twenty foot range. It's thrown, um, and you don't make need to make an attack roll, but the target makes a wisdom save mm-hmm. uh, against DC fifteen, and if it fails the save, the rope wraps around it and paralyzes it. And it repeats the save every t- at the end of every turn. Okay, so it's DC fifteen. Yeah. She holds out the top, the small jar. This is an ointment. You rub it in your eyes, and for the next hour, you can see anything that's invisible, or not quite oh. all the way here. What's the other thing? She pulls out the stick. This is a torch. You can light it. Doesn't matter how wet it is. Well, if it's underwater, it won't. But it doesn't matter how wet it is. It'll burn. It'll stay lit. Uh, it'll stay lit and it'll never burn down. What, forever? Well, you need to extinguish it by hand. Plunge it into some dirt or something. It'll go out. A very strong wind might blow it out. But otherwise, no. It'll just keep burning. Right. Useful. It's far when you want it for as long as you want it. Oh. I mean, Scamp, you can kind of do fire. Yeah. Should I take the torch? And we've got dark vision, it's not. Um, if we're thinking tactically here... Maybe we should swap. You No, you've got the, um, uh, the superior vision at night. Yes. So, you're going to be the uh, earliest warning sign for anything that is invisible or not quite here. Mm. So give Scamp the uh, uh, the torch. You do have a point. 
Yeah, that's Let's true. Let's do that. And also, you can always light it, actually. Yeah. Nice and easily. Okay, so you can. So, uh, Celestia, take the uh, the uh, in the sea invisibility ointment, essentially, for one hour after rubbing into your eyes, uh, your eyes sting, and Ow. it lets you uh, a for the whole bit, hour. Just a little bit, yeah, for the whole hour. Ugh. But you Aww. can, but you can see invisible or ethereal creatures. Ooh. Uh, and there is a there is a range limit, I believe, but I'll just get that for you. Because it's not perfect. Yeah, with the... No, no, the range limit is sight. So, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. You see, for one hour, you see invisible creatures and objects as if visible, and you can see into the ethereal plane. Oh, strange. Yeah. Okay, that might be worth saving for night time. Yep. And Scamp, add the... Or the warehouse, potentially. We'll see. Well, it and won't necessarily help with shadows all that much. Add the limitless torch to your inventory. Mm. Uh, you need you need some way of lighting the torch. So you need a spark, or you need to... Your hands. Or you need to firebolt it or something. Yeah. Once lit, uh, it stays lit unless it's extinguished. Anyways, you'd extinguish torch, uh, like, manually. Mm. Or by very strong winds, so okay. plunging in water, whatever. But you can relight it again, no matter how wet it is, mm -hmm. so long as it's not submerged in water or sand or something. Mm -hmm. And it will, and it does not consume either the stick or the rags. It will burn indefinitely. It creates as much heat and light as a torch does. And it a does not. Torch, yeah. uh, it does not produce unpleasant smoke or smells while it burns unlike a real torch mm -hmm. so it's kind of like more like a paraffin torch in that respect uh if used as a weapon it does 1d4 fire damage nice nice lovely mm. which is mm -hmm. the same damage that a torch would do mm -hmm. as you just hit something with a flame yeah okay cool right then so we do you want to do this now might as well or do you need to rest well um, I'm out of spells, but I worry how many shadows there would be if we left it a lot longer. Agreed. What about checking it? Is it in this warehouse? Are we going the right way, or is it somewhere else? She points in the direction you've indicated and says, All I know is it's as the crow flies there. That way is where it'll turn up. Do I have it? Any idea how she would know this? Make an arcana check. Five. You have not a goddamn no. clue. Okay. Just so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Because not, not a goddamn clue. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not the warehouse, then we should check the warehouse now. Then have a rest. Then yeah. do your thing. Because yes. it still gives us time before dawn. Yeah. Either if way, it is the warehouse. We're not ready to fight something big. Either way, let's check it out. All right. What do you think? Have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we we could do with a rest before we fight something huge. We could also do with a trip to visit Jimothy. <laughs> we oh shit, we could. 
Vera tilts her head. There's a Gemothy here? Uh, yeah, he's an alchemist. Well, she seems to lose interest. What do you know about Gemothy? Just that I hate Gem- the name Gemothy. <laughs> do you know a particular Gemothy that you hate specifically, or is it just the dislike of the name in general? Yes. Right. <laughs> okay, is there a particular Gemothy we should be looking out for? No. I just hate the name. Right. Okay. By the spirit, I hate Jebethys. She has well, a slightly haunted look. to the shop. Okay. Good. I'll stay outside if that's the same with you. The less time I spend around Jebethys, the happier I am. Right. Let's go and check out this abandoned warehouse then. Okay, so looking at uh, heading out toward these to the end, uh, you can see that this, like so many mills, is essentially an ugly block of a building. It's uh, just made of red brick. Um, it's been built cheaply um, with uh, as cheaply as it can. Uh, so cheaply, in fact, that the uh, there isn't much in the way of windows. The windows that do exist uh, are mostly at the top level near the roof judging from the way it's laid out you can see that from where the windows are and they are thin gaps uh they seem to have been um they seem to mostly be they say there seems to be three stories uh from based on the mills and type type factories you you may have been into before i'd say causing You've been into a factory before, uh, Scamp. You've squatted in fa- abandoned factory-type buildings before. They tend to be one-room type installations mm. on multiple floors. It's just an open space where you fit as many uh, machines in mm. and as many workers in as you can. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, uh, you, you've little uh, apart from maybe like an overseer's room. You wouldn't expect much inside of it. Uh, there is a single entrance that you can see a pair of double doors on the bottom level uh the as i said the nar- the windows are narrow and thin uh they were they were covered with glass in places they appear to have been boarded up um from uh, probably when this place went out of business in others the glass is still there but it is covered with just dust and grime so almost no sunlight is getting through into them Mm. Uh, there is one window on the second floor um, which uh, which someone has thrown a rock into as a hole Um, but yeah that's uh, but there's little more that you can see from the ground Uh, it has a simple sloped tile roof on top Mm. The, wind, the two double doors on the bottom, by the way, are um, quite large. They're, like, they're very large wooden doors. They, it's designed so that you can get a lot of stock in and out when you need to, and so that you know, it's, a lot of people can move in and out very easily as well. Uh, okay. right. there are no is back- it freestanding, or is it uh, attached to other buildings? It is uh, freestanding on three sides, front, back, and the left... Um, but on the right-hand side, looking at it from the street, it is attached to another 
um, to another building which appears to be um, a yeah it's basically a bunch of terraced houses um, probably about three of, essentially like you know three terraced uh, three narrow terraces on the side which look you know for the, despite the area one of them maybe was sort of apportioned for you know the the previous mill owner or right. the, more likely the mill foreman because the owner tends not to be present at these operations yeah and then the other couple likely for you know some of the some of the wo- immediate workers who could afford to live uh, close by so we can't just burn it down <laughs> as much as that would be a wonderfully simple solution darling um starting a fire in the middle of a city is not a very good also idea also a lot of people dead already this is yeah this is prime set the city on fire territory everything around here is terraced mm. um should we do should we peep in through some windows yeah i think it's better than storming in when we're fucked yeah. actually can you use your um any... yeah i've got climber stuff no no i was gonna say to clean off the window so we can see through it better oh yeah um i i click my fingers theatrically and the window gets clean because prestidigitation is the best spell uh, okay well I'm, that might not necessarily be possible because there is one the, the one distinction is that a lot of the grime is on the inside ah uh, okay so, so uh, I'm just gonna, still within range though I'm going to check whether you can press to digitate the other side of a window or not. Okay, yeah. Because like you I can see it. I you can see it, but it's there's such a thing range. as line of effect. Yeah, yeah okay. As much as line no, of sight. That's fair enough. Fair I enough. would say that you know because press to digitation isn't like lightning bolt, which you know destroys everything in its path yeah. to make a, a hole. It might be blocked by like a continuous material barrier. Fair enough. Uh, but I'm going to make a judgment on that. One moment. Doesn't say. Which on the spell on the card, but you'll have more. Um... Yeah, so it's within ten foot range. I'm gonna say you can't clear the interior, but you can clear the exterior, and that does at least reduce. It does mean that while you you know bright sunlight is now not shining into the layer floor, it does smear off one of the two layers of dirt enough that you can get a sense of what's inside. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these, you've got a 10 foot range on this, so I'm going to say it's enough to clear, you know, as you, if you just walked past doing it, you could clear up some of the uh, one, uh, some of the first floor, uh, sorry, well, the ground floor windows a bit mm. uh, to peer through. The windows themselves are very, they're quite wide, but um, short, so they're about a foot I'm going to say they're like, you know, one foot by five foot uh, okay. sort of things. And they're quite high up. So you, you have to stand on your tiptoes to see through them. Celestia, you're the only one who can. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I was willing heights. to climb if I needed yeah. to, but if I well, don't need to. The, you might if you're going to do it for the second, uh, you know, for the first floor or the second floor windows. But um, I'll go floor. for the nearest ones first. Okay. Do any of them open? No, these are okay. not. These are not willingly opening windows, as the uh, smashed one on the second story indicates. Uh, right. They can be unwillingly opened. Yeah, I'll start looking through the first floor on my tiptoes and then okay. if I need to go up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, peering through the first floor, uh, sorry, the first story, the ground floor, you can see that there is a wide open space. There is a set, uh, there is a stairwell uh, at the, I'm going to say that the, just for, for my insanity, 
that uh, the entrance to the warehouse is, is the south. So, uh, so you know, the, the double doors are at the south of the building. So in the north western corner, there appears to be a set, a switchback set of steps running up to the second and possibly third story. Yeah. Most of the chamber, uh, most of the uh, most of the first floor, and this uh, this whole story is I'm going to say the, whole, the the footprint of the building is yeah let's call it thirty foot deep and fifty foot wide. Okay. Okay. Um, so you know, reason like it's you know, not crazy big. It's but... not crazy big, but uh, you can see that they haven't bothered with interior supporting walls. There are occasionally pillars that serve as structural supports for the low right, okay. layers above, um, but most of, there are just uh, there are about eight uh, large industrial looms which are set up in this on this floor. There are a series of crates packed into the south uh, eastern corner on this floor as well, uh, which presumably you know, are there were there to have been filled with textiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the looms still have fabric left on them from where they were used, and you can see that in the north uh, in the north eastern corner there was a heavy sort of. V- Kind of like a like a, a a hopper on wheels that would have been used to just hold a lot of wool. Okay. Uh, everything is covered in layers of dust. Okay. A couple, and only a couple of the of the uh, of the uh, uh, looms have bothered, been bothered to be covered in dust sheets, but it's a bit old and abandoned. Yeah. It's about a month's layer of dust, so like a thin layer. Mm. Do I see any shadows or anything like that? Make a perception check. Can we all have a look, or is it? Well, no. Uh, Only Celestia is tall enough. Can, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> can I not sort of climb up a bit? <laughs> Make an athletics check. <laughs> that will go well. Two. You try. <laughs> I and, climb you up try up. to stand on Corzin's shoulders, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a twelve. No shadows that you can see on this floor. Oh goody. Can you put your lights inside it? Light it up a bit. Can I? You need to either open the door or break a window. Line of effect, I'm going to say, because for the same reason. Uh, I don't want to. Did you get the dancing lights up through the uh, the window? That's. Oh, you could, however, put the dancing lights into the second floor because there is a hole in the window. Could I do that on the second story? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going to climb up. To the second story. Okay, so you set up your climbers to kit. the window with the hole in it. Okay, Vera nods approvingly at your at your purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, so give me uh, an athletics check with advantage because you have your climbers kit set up. Uh, oh, one of those was a one, so thank <laughs> God for yeah. advantage. And There's a moment uh, where you slip a bit on the brickwork, but the climbers, yeah. Yeah, the harness <laughs> stops you. It's a nineteen. You're easily able, after that one small mishap, to uh, clamber your way up to the uh, second story. Peering through the hole, you can see that on the second story, the uh, the lights are now providing illumination throughout. The 
interestingly, these stairs switch back again. They look like they should go up to the third layer, um, but they seem to, the, the stairs you can see have crumbled at one point as if a repeated, and you can see that there is a discarded, um, like a sort of a discarded woodworking saw to one side of them. And you can see where supports underneath the stair supports going up to the third floor, has a third story, I should say, have been sawed through. Not well, it's like a child has tried to saw them, but enough that if you were trying to go up the stairs to the third story, the steps would just collapse under you. Mm. So you'd have to like try and climb up a different way. Yeah. Um, you can see that on this story there is actually a, a small room separated off from the rest of this floor most of this floor is again uh yeah is, is again sort of weaving uh weaving uh, uh, type equipment slightly different to the, those before it's in the north uh so yeah the the stairwells in the north uh western part you on the northeastern part is this uh, a room that's been cut off? Some sort of overseer's room. Uh, you, the windows are on the opposite side of the building, so you can't see into them without climbing round to the over uh, to the, to that. But this little overseer's office, it has just has simple, um, cheap wood, like you know, pine rather than MDF because I don't think that's been invented yet. Mm -hmm. um, boarding separating it off with a simple wooden door. And I can't see into there. You cannot see into that. Uh, thing. Okay. Mm. The um. Uh, but you can see that yeah. Again, there is just abandoned-looking old, uh, well, moderately old, uh, loom and textiles equipment on this level. Is um, it... I'm gonna throw in some lights through the window, so I'm still hanging onto the rope with one hand. Yeah. With the other hand, I bash my xylophone <laughs> and um, four <laughs> times. Bonk, bonk. Dun, ding, dun, ding. and with everyone the dancing light comes out and goes in through the window and they're purple obviously okay. this chamber this whole room is you know broadly with the lights moving around illuminated give me a perception check I guess if you want to see if there's anything hiding shit that's a 10 mate Ugh. there's nothing hiding in here but there is a bale of old wool just mm -hmm. off in one corner just basically abandoned when they left it and that wall the wall has become molded and rotten mm. okay and then um, there's one more floor isn't there yeah there's a third story i'd like to climb up to that as well and um if my lights are already in yeah can i move them up you can move them up through through yeah. the through the hole that, of the stairwell yeah can you give me another climbing check with advantage, please? Yeah. Um, so that is a an 18. Okay. You're easily able to make it up to the top level. The dust and grime here on the windows is so thick that it's hard to make a lot out, even with the lights on the inside. So I'm going to need a perception check from you to try and see anything and i can't do anything with prestidigitation there are no holes or anything you can clean like i'm assuming that you're kind of trying to scrape off the side but it looks like no it's all uh, uh, 
give me a perception check and we'll see mm. what you find. Okay. I'm assuming you you can use a bit of prestidigitation on this side mm-hmm. to try yeah, and help clear me. some of it away. Okay, thank God, that's better. 17. Okay. It's very hard to see through this. And in fact, looking at it, it looks almost like something has put some dirt in a, in a bucket of water and used it to smear the windows. Oh, okay. Very gently, so that they're essentially like grey-washed from the inside mm. to um, mm. let in less light. Uh, as you look, as you peer through, you can just make out the pinpricks of your four, of your four um, light, uh, uh, little dancing lights. It's hard to make out much inside. You think you can just make out the outlines of some more factory equipment. Uh, uh, just dotted here and there mostly uh, just yeah. you'd say there's about six pieces in total uh, so that there are rings there's like two lines of three uh, in the chamber and off in the far corner you can see the top of the stairwell just about uh, and curiously you can just make out in the north eastern corner because of the light on the layer below there's just like what might be a hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to make out exactly, but yeah, it looks like a like a hole in the floor there. Mm. And there's a moment where you see something like see, you, you 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 see some like one of your lights seems to flicker, and then flicker again, and a different one flickers. And it takes you a moment to realize something is passing in front of these lights. Okay. And. There is something weird. It's like you can see something in the center, but it, you can't. It's 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 like this gray smudge on the windows. You can't make out what it is. It seems to almost like something is undulating there. Does it look like shadows, or does this look weird? It's it's almost impossible to tell. It could be undulating shadows or something else entirely mm-hmm. there's no you can't make out a coherent outline right it seems to be broadly stationary maybe broadly filling like you know maybe with an area of maybe 10 foot on a side okay um i would like to climb back down but on the way back down if i can i'd like to try and climb round to the uh, little office room that I couldn't see into. Yep. Uh, give me another climb check, please. With advantage? Yes. Um, okay, that's a 21. So we're all good. You're easily able to climb around. Yeah. Um, let me just see how... Okay. Um, the windows here... Uh, one side of the windows are kind of a bit boarded up. Uh, but there is still some glass originally left, and you're able to clear just enough with prestidigitation. Such a yeah. fucking hard word. It Every is. time I say it, I have a small yeah. aneurysm to myself. You, and you are able to just make out uh, what looks like a room with... Most of this room has been cleared out. There is a desk and a chair by the window mm-hmm. um, and some old cabinets, but you can see that a rope has been suspended from a hole in the ceiling. That some, uh, to, and it looks like the rope has been knotted 
so that something could climb up it if okay. needed to get into not shadows because shadows don't need to climb do they um actually no oh, no they don't you fly do, they don't they fly, don't fly. Yeah. they do not mm. as far as you you've not seen any shadows fly so like as far as you know they 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 interact weirdly with objects but it seems that they do need something to get let them get up presumably if a shadow killed something that could fly that subsequent shadow could then fly yeah. but it's not inherent yeah yeah right but yeah nothing else just the, the as far as you can tell you can see the door on this side as well yeah um it doesn't look like there's a lock on it mm. Alright, I'm going to climb back down. And for the sake of speed, because I'm you not do. saying anything different, um, I tell them all of this. Yeah. Um, I relay all the stuff on the third floor. So it's like, it was like it was undulating, it was weird. Like, like explain it to you guys. Zero nods. That's what I'm looking for then. Right. Okay. Um, do you think right. what you're looking for would hang out with shadows? Mm, is this what causes? I feel like maybe sense. the shadows might have been drawn to it. Okay, so we could be looking at a big fight. Yeah. She knows. That's what I'd expect. I. Am I going to need spells for this? Yeah. Because I, I have literally nothing other than the small stuff. I can clean windows and I can insult people. That's about <laughs> it right now. Well, I've got a few tricks I can Important pull myself, but there's, you know, there's a couple of things I can do to, uh, to aid you, grant you a little bit of assistance, but beyond that, you see, you, you look like you had a bit of a, you had a fight earlier today, right? Yeah. That's right. I'd expect a fight at about mm, at least that sort of, yeah, at least, if you, if that's the sort of, if those, if shadows are what you went up before. I'd imagine you'd be expecting a fight of that sort of level here. I know right, it's then. a bit shit, but I think I need to sleep. Is that all right. we've got to fight smart? Would we be able to break all the windows in the third floor? Give them uh, fewer places to run to. But there's still going to be dark in there, even with the windows broken. Well, I mean, what time of day is it? Is it getting on towards sunset? It's about half four, I said, so yeah, it's in, a, in an hour and a half it'll be sunset. Right. Well, they are they are close to um, daylight now. Daylight isn't going to kill them, but it is going to mean that we're fighting on our terms, not theirs. I've got no fucking spells, though. I've got a little something I can do for you. There is a little. Trip. I've still got the holy water. I've got. I mean. There's a couple of things. We've got that oil we got from Jimothy. We've got the holy yeah. water. Literally, all I can do is hit it with a sword, though. Mm. And if this is a big fight, it's not that good. And we don't have resistance to the damage anymore. Well, no. I potentially can you... because I didn't take mine. <coughs> I just, I think this is sort of nuts to go into without any spells is my instincts. Alright, but we come back here in the uh, night they'll have all gone out hunting again. But that thing upstairs will still be there. And then they'll be back at sunrise. Yeah. We know where they are now. It might be a chance to take it out separately, actually. If we come back late at night for the thing and then Mm. we come back in the morning for the shadows, we'll be able to do the fight in two parts, which might not be a bad thing. 
I need to be gone by dawn. And that thing will be that thing will either be gone or loose by dawn. So if if you wanted to do that, I say we come here just before dawn, because those shadows will want to get back here in time for before dawn rises. So we get back mm. as they're coming back. Yeah. Seems right. like the best thing, but there is going to be people who are going to be dead. There'll be more of them. Mm. There's a couple of things I can do. Alright, tell us the things you. you can do and then we'll make a final decision. One of you, and it'll take most of my focus, one of you I can grant a layer of protection to. Uh, it'll make it a little bit harder to for them to cause you some trouble. The What she describes causing you basically recognises the same sort of protection against evil and good yeah. that you can do. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a little trick for sealing up wounds as well. She essentially describes the cure wounds spell. Mm -hmm. These seem to be her two sort of primary basic things. Um, so not enough. How long has it been? And there since is you got one other thing, thing I can priest? do as well. Uh, oh, oh, it's been. It's been less than eight hours, so it's still still going. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want that again, you will probably You've got to wait till morning. It w mm, he might be willing. I mean, it's up to you. You, know, you never know. He might be willing to do a, a midnight call. You know where to find him. Mm. He probably would be. He was quite nice. But yeah, it, he can probably grant you another eight hours, provided there's been some time in between for him to rest. Probably, if you, if you you get the thing, if you told him. If you send him a message before you take your rest, yeah. that will give him a chance to rest as well. All right, I think we should do that. Yeah. yeah as... We should stop by Jimothy. Because well, the thing is, us getting killed isn't going to save anyone. Mm. Maybe we should spread the word that round here is dangerous. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Because the thing is, if we're only fighting just before dawn, that gives us a few hours before we need to rest. So maybe we do some not combat stuff for a bit, mm. and then we have a rest, and then we do this. So maybe we could spread the word about don't come near here, mm. and maybe we could also go and fuck up the editor a bit. I suppose, yeah. Although. Um... Isn't that going to cut into our rest time? I mean, what time is it now? It's, so it's four now. So dawn will, if we rested dawn now, it would be... seven. So right. if we rested okay. now, it would be midnight. Yeah. So we only technically need to rest by about, like, ten. Right, 11, okay, yeah. Like that. That. So we, we have time. Yeah. Yeah. You'd say, based on the time it will take you to get here and do any other preparations, you, want, you really want to be in bed by nine. I mean, unless we really do want to do this now. I mean, like, it just seems sort of nuts. Much I as I don't like it, I think you're right. We've got to um, we've got to go into this with our best foot forward. Yeah, otherwise I think we'll just get fucked, basically. Not to put too fine a point on it. Yes. Yeah. Right then. So, I have some preparations I can do myself. Otherwise, Vera, if this is where you think what you want is. Oh, I'm certain of it. Then it's... 
it'd be useful if you can find uh, somebody else uh, to help you stake it out. Make sure nothing escapes. If a whole bunch of shadows come out of there, there's not going to be a lot I can do to stop them, at least not without chasing them. I can make sure the thing I'm looking for doesn't break out. Is there anything else you know about the thing? Like anything it's weak to, anything it's... I don't know what it'll, what exactly it'll be. I know broadly what it's likely to be. And I know where it'll come out, where it'll appear. And I know broad, and I know roughly what I'll need to do to kill it. But I don't know its exact, what exactly it'll be until it gets here. Right. Okay. It's not worrying at all. Um, should we go and spread some rumours and shit then, and then have a rest? I guess so. Stop by Jimothy's, get some more of that potion. Yeah, we could do with some more potion. Alright. So, well, Jimothy's is on our way. Yes. Okay, so. Vera, I'll be back here again. <laughs> Vera agrees to take up a, a sentinel position mm-hmm. here. She is going to uh, find some sort of lookout point and basically just keep an eye on this place. Mm -hmm. uh, And she will. She's not committing to hunt shadows. She's she she has her one quest that she's Mm -hmm. trying to stop. But she's said that if as long as the thing she's expecting doesn't turn up and try to leave, Mm -hmm. she will stay. uh, She will stay here. She will. She will essentially count shadows for you. Right. Okay. Question before we leave, Vera. Vera, um, would you be opposed to us getting some more help? Not in the slightest. I just won't answer any. Uh, I just won't answer any questions I don't want to answer. No, that's part of the deal. That's fine. Um, turn to cause and scamp. What if we go to the sculpture garden and talk to that mad elf with all the coffee, what's her name, Fasania, mm-hmm. and mm. see if she's got any people who could come with us, because if we come in the morning, there might be more of them, and we might not be enough. Um, also, any people who could just patrol this area, we know they're going to yeah. be out here tonight. But if there are vigilante crime gangs out there, they're, they're hers, aren't they? So maybe she could give us one to help us out. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. Even just, you know, a couple more people might might help. Yeah. I mean, it might be that she has nothing, but worth dropping in and asking, isn't it? We can ask. We can certainly ask. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. You, uh, so which place are you heading to first? Uh, what makes logical sense in terms of directions? Well, just so yeah, you're, you're at number 20 on the map. Right. Just to give you a right there. Uh, so if you're, it seems broadly like maybe this, the, the statue garden is the first place. Yeah, you're going towards Jim and Then So Jim we can ask how many there. they've got rid of as well, because she'll have actual proper yeah. information. Yeah. yeah. And we can tell her, which is useful to her as well, yeah. so. Okay, so, you head over to the statue garden, um, and by the time you arrive, yeah, you're, you're easily able to uh, get a quick meeting with uh, Veldrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Veldania is, is her oh, sister running the, yeah. running the right, yeah. They're twins! You, know, yeah. you, you think, you, their parents think, oh, I'll name them similar things. That'll be easy for me to remember. <laughs> <laughs> stupid parents. Stupid, stupid. 
parents. Hmm. <laughs> so, um, you are shown into your usual meeting room with um, Vel, uh, where Veldrina joins you. She seems to be uh, having a very milky sort of coffee at the moment, but... Hmm. There's a froth. There is a, there is, yeah, she seems yeah. to froth. She's having a latte. She's having a yieldy latte. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think we are at about the right time for the latte maybe to have been invented. I'm not sure. Amazing. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but she is sipping, as ever, her coffee-themed... Uh, uh, well, just her coffee. <laughs> so... How have things been going for the three of you? Um, I mean, we got rid of about, what, 15 in total? Yeah. She nods. I can confirm, now that I've had a chance to talk to people, we've uh, been able to take out about 20 on our end. Uh, scattered across... Uh, okay, town. that puts us in pretty good stead, actually. Mm. Um, we've just found another nest. I tell her all about the place that we've just been, yeah, everything knows, that we saw. That makes detail. sense. We've Most of those kills were in uh, Spinner's End. We also took a... It turns out there are a couple... There are quite a few... About five of them were taken down in the new Glazer's Ward last night, although mm. I didn't hear about it until uh, mm. later today. Yeah, we found them in the sewers where your, your chul was. Funnily enough. I suppose that would have made a perfect... Um, we chose that place as a hiding place ourselves. Mm. Not surprising they would have chosen the same. We were wondering, um, we're planning on taking them out just before dawn. We're a bit um, buggered for magic and that sort of thing after our fight earlier today. And we were going to take them out when they uh, come back before dawn. But we're worried about how many there might be. Um, we were wondering if you could spare any anyone to help us out. She frowns a little at that. Not for free, I'm afraid. We'll need to. We'll need to pay them. Mm-hmm. She thinks for a moment. Aren't you paying them anyway to take out shadows? Well, yes, but this. Uh, but we're paying them to patrol, find ones of opportunity that they find, and sort and sort them out. If you're asking for a band of uh, our people to go in and directly attack these things in their own nest they're going to want a significantly higher pay cut so you could do me a favor and we'll call that an even trade get me get me savat's identity papers today or tomorrow i don't mind doing this in credit but do that for me and i'll see about getting you some men tonight we could probably do that tomorrow. Yeah, we can do that tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We both have. We all happy with that? I guess. I, think so. I, I don't think we have another option, to be honest. So, um, how many men would you be able to surprise with before we definitely agree to do the potentially dangerous thing? At this notice. Four, they'll come with muskets. Okay, that, that could be pretty helpful. Um, also, question about, about this uh, man. What, what was his name again? Uh, Savat. Jean-Paul Savat. Um, do you know what he's into? Uh, I mean, in what sense? Uh, are you talking uh, personal preferences? Yes. Because, oh, um... Do you take a moment to think about this? 
Love that you're wrong for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. What's the no. table you're rolling on? <laughs> oh, I just did a straight. I, 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 I literally, uh, pun intended. Um, I did a one. <laughs> I did a one to six for kids for Kinsey score. Ah. Um, <laughs> that's really cool yeah like it doesn't really take into account zeros but you know yeah. <laughs> close as damn it for my purposes um, as far as I know he mostly prefers um, other halflings uh, of the ladylike persuasion oh, I don't have any of those bugger she shrugs mm. I mean, yeah, we'll think of something hmm. I'm certainly not dragging up if that's what you're uh, suggesting. <laughs> I think you'd make a very convincing lady, cousin. I disagree. So do I. <laughs> looking at the, the three-day growth beard. <laughs> yeah. Yes, unless he's pointedly looking at the stubble and the chest hair and the shoulder hair yeah. and all everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and cousin absolutely deadpan for that, doesn't <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Right, well, that idea isn't going to work. We might have to use other kinds of charm. We'll think of something. Um, right, should we go and fuck with the editor? I think that sounds like a good idea. Oh, and go to Jimothy's, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's next on our list. Jimothy okay. next. You head to Jimothy's, and for the sake of okay. time... I'm just going to say that this is a deeply unnerving experience for all experience. <laughs> much to the tune of, as expected, you have returned. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you want to purchase from... Uh, I would like another potion of um, anti-necrotic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think, uh, those I've still were going, got mine, so... So those were going for... No, you drank yours. Oh yes, so I did. Sorry, I do apologise. Yeah, so I think the uh, necrotic resistance potions he's got oodles of doses of that left. It's uh, twenty five gold pieces. Twenty five gold per, per dose. Yeah, worth it. So mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah. He still has two um, intellect varra brains left, uh, and I think I think you guys only picked up two two. Vials of the weapon oil, but he's got I've still four got mine. Yeah, he's so got four I'm of those left. Leave that. Um, okay, once you you uh, you purchase the uh, the necrotic resistance potion. Is there anything else I may assist you with? Um. Nope. Think we're all right for now. Thanks, Timothy. Good. I may see you again. Yeah, looking forward to it. The door closes. Again, he just never breaks eye contact as you leave. Can I do an insight check to see if he has two glass eyes? You may make an insight check (laughs) to uh, to see if he has two glass eyes. It's a one. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever sense he's seeing you with, it is not sight. Oh, God. But that was a one. So, that was a one. <laughs> so yeah. I, I said previously that this guy is the love child of Severus Snape and Vincent Price. Yes. I'm thinking H.P. Lovecraft had something to do with it as well. Yeah. This, it was. Yeah. It was. A, it was a very complex uh, menage a quatre, whatever it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that gave rise How to did that. They reproduce. Well, that's the reason I put four people in there, given that I think we've named three male figures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to be somebody else involved. The spermatosa roulette, if you will. <laughs> oh, uh, 
Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, you Should you we can... stop by the priest while we're being gross? Yeah. <laughs> Just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yes, I you mind being death warded again. I'm sure. Having actually yeah. given uh, because they, he is expecting you. Uh, you are able to um, quickly get an audience with Victor Fass, actually dressed in his clerical robes, uh, shortly as he is in the space between conducting various religious ceremonies and is able to quickly meet with you. Ah, hello. Hello. I'm, I'm glad to see the three of you are alive. Hmm. Uh, um. how, how has have your investigations gone? I trust that the... Uh, Holy vote I sent was able to reach you. Yes, yes, yes thank, thank you, you very for much that. for that. Thank you very helpful. Mm. I, I guess for time we relay yeah. him as to what's happened because mm. we've got lots of yeah. people now. So we, we tell him what's happened. Yeah. Um, we were wondering if you wouldn't mind doing your um, your spell that you did on us again. Maybe not right now, but um, when we've had a nap. Yeah, if we came fairly early in the morning, would you be able to? Yeah, ahead of our more like the middle of the night. Take yeah. down this. Uh, very well. Um, if you come back between, uh, uh, if you come back, uh, what sort of time do you talk? Think about, and you you're basically thinking about getting up about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you, I will uh, make sure to take an early night. Uh, if you make sure to come back uh, between five and six, I will uh, perform the blessings upon you again. Thank you. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Um, is there anything else I can uh, do to assist you with what I have now? That I'm afraid this the, the uh, I have good news. Uh, it does seem like the uh, day orb uh, will uh, they've they've already. I was able to uh, get hold of someone capable of uh, sending a swift message to the chapter. Uh, it seems that uh, they have uh, uh, they have been. Uh, Visited very recently by the Eben Guard, uh, one of their uh, one of their uh, uh, platoon. Uh, no, sorry, <coughs> one of their cohorts, and so they will be sending uh, they will be sending the orb with a company of the Eben Guard, uh, who should arrive sometime tomorrow. You know they um, they have that sort of thing in the Underdark, fake daylight. I don't suppose you have any contact. Um, takes a moment to think about that. Natural twenty. Okay, that's a natural twenty for him. Wow, wow. that might be a well placed natural twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as far as I'm aware, many of those are some of those are fakes, uh, but I have heard of them before. Others are repurposed or versions of these very same uh, daylight orbs. Uh, but though these. And in fact, uh, this very orb is uh, one of the types that would be used in such a situation. Oh, right. Oh. So you've actually got it from there? Well, no, I would say that um, the people in the Underdark most likely got it from us. Um, oh. It's hard to say. They were created um, during, an, uh, during uh, a difficult section of the church's history. Um, uh, there may have been an attempt to the. Uh, it was, I believe, it was one of the. Uh, it might have been the third crusade down into the Underdark to try and conquer it. That we invented those. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
considering Causing fairly stuff. high society houses in the Underdark now have those, I don't imagine. It did not go well, no. Mm. Causing says, don't mention the war. Okay. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yes, you got to it does seem that, ah, oh, you've you finally know where those things come from. <laughs> yeah, I don't imagine it's something Celestia ever questioned. No. Uh, right. Well, you learn something every day. Um. But yes, one of the uh, one of the surviving ones of those will be being brought in. Uh, we have that on a very strict loan, but uh, as I understand it, the Ebon Guard will be uh, will be uh, used to police and defend the streets of the town. So you'll need to. If you f- are able to find the location of such a thing, uh, uh, of such another another nest, you may need to bring the orb in yourself. Okay, good. But time. it will okay. cast daylight on, uh, I- I- strongly uh, within its radius. Fair enough. So it will be the same as if you are fighting them in the sun. Very helpful to know. Thank you. You've been a great help. Gives you a nod. Right. See you at a stupid hour of the morning. Yeah, I see you at the see yeah. before, before dawn. <laughs> Right. right, so let's head over to um, Victor's Canal. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, you um, you head to. That'd be a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. You head up the Victor's Canal uh, towards the uh, di- the edge of sort of the Duke of Sword, and you see there are a number of uh, quite nice offices, uh, and you can see that uh, there's uh, there is a. Sp- in one small office, uh, it's a second-story one, you can hear the th- 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 of a printing press uh, being operated up above, and the sounds uh, of uh, someone's... Uh, you can hear someone grousing uh, from a distance. Look, it's this sort of story that sells. Now, this sort of information about a new mayor in Peter's Mount. Now, that's going to sell not all this, not all this nonsense about people saying that there's not a serial killer. Ha! All I can think is that he's definitely going to start demanding pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so... Bring me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what is happening. Shit, so I'm going to turn to the other two. So the way I see this, there are two things we can do. Either we can go in and scare him enough that he'll print the story, or we can do some illusions through the window and hope he believes them. I think that's probably the best one to start with. Mm. How badly do we want him to believe them? Quite a lot. I've still got one of them spells left. Yeah, I've got illusion, but I can't do anything really good. If it's the same spell, the one that hurts his brain. (laughs) (laughs) Not to put too far a point on that, but and he sort of flusters for a moment. He goes, "You exploded a horse." (laughs) That that wasn't me. That was me. I know, but you've got to at least bear in mind that we are not actually trying to commit any murders here. I think I, I can make it not hurt him. It, it, it is. You, sure. you are, yeah. You feel confident that you can just make him, you know, pass out from an aneurysm rather than dying from an aneurysm. I mean, <laughs> it's that's also OC for saying it's also a slightly different spell, isn't it? Because you can actually choose for it not to do damage, can't you? Well, it says 
they can take damage from the illusion if it's something that can logically create do damage. So I could just make it stand there rather than be in a Right, okay. Uh, more importantly, however, I'm reasonably certain... I mean, is this concentration is the, is the question? Because you can always drop the concentration if it yeah, is. Yeah, it's concentration. I can end the spell. Okay, it's... yeah. So, yeah, you... Yeah, it is. Uh, if he, you know, passes out from psychic attack, um, it's up to you whether to, you know, stop the spell or continue on and cold-bloodedly murder him with Fair his enough. own fears. I mean, well, I'm the one who exploded a horse, so maybe we're not going to do that. Um, Exploding a horse, just... of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> We just need to scare him. If he gets dead, then that's no good because he won't. <laughs> He'll just be a dead person. It won't be spreading the right stories. You make Plus a very fine point. You shouldn't there, kill Scam. people just because they're mean. No. Also, a very fine point. Also, I don't have any fucking spells left anyway, so even if we could use mine, we can't. So you better do it, really. But if you want me to help out with an illusion, I can do that. Alright. I think that's probably a good thing. And if that fails. Or even if it succeeds, then possibly uh, that that can lay the groundwork for, you know, going in there and scaring him. Mm. Okay. Um, is he on his own, or is the people in there? Oh, uh, it's a second story. Uh, <coughs> it's a second. Oh, yeah, he's on. The, he's up on the second story. Uh, you'd have to go into the office or you know, climb up and peer through the window, but. Unless he likes to shout to himself mm. while printing. Well, uh, we don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't make judgments. Well, Scamp, you could. I've still got climber stuff. You could get on my shoulders. I could take you up there because good at climbing. You could throw this thing in through the window, and then we could come back down again. I should stay and watch it happen just in case. Yeah, true, but. Maybe if I go a little below so that you you can only just see in through yeah. the window, hopefully they won't be able to see us too much. Let's try it. Yeah, let's give it a go. Okay, also, so you're it's going to look really cute. So, so you're going to try and... <laughs> sorry, clarify for this. You're not using this... Are you using the uh, climber's kit or are you getting scanning your Climber's kit and I'm putting them on my back. Okay, this is a fairly public street. Oh, right. Right. So you can do this, but... Maybe not. <laughs> right. I forgot to check. We were about the, the to climbers, start doing it, and then we it's, walked it's, the it's wall one, past again. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one thing to try and quickly scale the wall, but a climber's kit takes some time to set up. That's the point. All right. All right. Different idea, then. Um, yeah. We know that's his, uh, his office up there. Yes. If you can create the illusion of the, uh, the shadow outside, we can just chuck a pebble up there uh, against the window so he's looking in the right direction. Then have it vanish, move to another uh, window, tap, tap, next. That's actually What's quite creepy. Actually, mm. Are there any buildings opposite it? Um, no, there's actually, I mean, directly opposite, there's the canal. Um, mm. So quite a stretch before there's more buildings opposite. And there we are... can't see him through the window at all from this angle. Uh, he seems to be deeper into the room. Maybe if he came to the window, you'd mm. be able to see him. He seems to be, he continues haranguing someone. <laughs> is the window locked? Um, it's hard to tell. It looks like it is an opening type window. How far away is the window? Um, it's about 15 feet up. You know, it's, it's a second story window. I can open that window if that helps. That might get him over by it. Because I just have to see him to make it work. 
Oh. All right. That's... What if we did... I do a little illusion of a shadow floating outside the window, causing him throws a stone. So well, I can just open the window. Shadow. Oh, yeah, you could just open it, can you? How, how do you open it out of character? What, what, what are you uh, doing? Thaumaturgy. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. Yep, thaumaturgy right. can just open the windows. Like, uh, you mean you're climbing up or is there a spell? I forget that you're a team <laughs> thaumaturgy. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Let's do that. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay, you focus drawing on it's hard to tell whether it's the strange power that gives you your spells or your own infernal bloodline but uh, you've always been able to make small portals open at your will <laughs> and there is a sort of rattling and then a clang, uh, clack as the window latch springs open and the window flies open you can now hear more clearly now you get back out there and I don't want to see you again unless you can get me a unless you can get me a sketch of these shadow wait, what is that? Bring me Spider-Man By the reason that window's always flying open <laughs> You see waddling up to the window there is this half <laughs> uh, there is this oh. halfling it's like yeah, slightly overweight halfling. Um, oh, he's got it. He's, he's got a he's got a mustache. Uh, he's got a black and white mustache. It's white at the edges, and he's got short. Uh, like it's like it goes up and it's been cropped at the top. Like someone's done it with a with a ruler. Um, it's black, but it's around the wing. Like the temples going straight up, like like wings is is silver. And he's wearing. You can't see what his trousers are, but he's wearing a white shirt with bright red suspenders over it. Played by oh, J.K. Well. Simmons. You know? Yes, <laughs> perfect. I love him. You can see um, it, he has in the corner of his mouth uh, and. Yeah, these, these things have recently started to become more popular. They're you know, quite popular in the colonies, uh, but they've started to filter their way in towards Jova. Here's a cigar. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> this is like perfection. Yeah. Okay, well, he's right there. Do it. <laughs> I'm going to try and hide a little bit first. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to like stand underneath the window. I'm also going to hide. I'm not give, being conspicuous at I all. Slightly give, give me some stealth checks, please. Disadvantage? Ooh. Yes. Disadvantage, uh, okay. No, no, it's disadvantage it for, for Celestia. Celestia. Oh, right, okay. Celestia Stardust. Of course. Oh, dear. 15. Okay. Dirty 20. Okay. Um, the... <laughs> so... I'm going to at least try and look casual. You attempt to look casual um, and subconsciously start to pose. <laughs> like you, uh, you, yeah, you give your you give your hair your your bouffant hair a little flick. Yeah. Um, and uh, the like as this is happening, the the half thing looks right down and goes, it goes by the region. Looks like some sort of circus performer. What is this one woman band doing cast. here? I'm casting Phantasmal Force. Okay. <laughs> so uh, as subtly as I can manage. Okay. Uh, he doesn't see. It seems his attention is entirely focused on Celestia. So this is you're creating a sort of shadow image. Okay. So this is an intelligence. Yeah, the shadow thing. I'm also not like... doing anything that suggests I'm doing magic. So there's no reason he's going to think it's me, which is. So that was a natural three. Like, uh. like, listen. We should listen. All this business about shadows. When we've got filth like that, what? 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to let him take 1d6 damage. This is kind of the If he's going to be a dick. This is the equivalent of Spider-Man flying into his face and strangling him. Like, yeah. This is what's happening right now. He takes three points of damage, immediately sort of backpedals uh, into the room. We hear the crashing of uh, him hitting printing equipment. How long, how long do you want to leave this going? Uh, well, he's out of range of it now, so I'll leave it a bit longer, because it's not going to hurt him. Just gonna sort of float and look at him. Okay, he takes another three points of damage because he's actually this, oh. the room is quite small. It's a ten. Oh, is he really still... <laughs> okay, well I'll drop it. If he's still hurting, let's drop it. <laughs> like, um... you you hear that you you can hear the sound of him grabbing someone by by the collar. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you can, you know that he's he's grabbing someone, going like, "Did you see it?" Now that's the sort of caricature I want you to draw for me! Oh god. I want that in tomorrow's paper! Stop the press! <laughs> Mission accomplished, I think. Well, um, well, that seemed to work. That went I'd... very well. <laughs> I might have hurt him more than I should have. Ah, oh, fuck it, he sounds like a dickhead. Let's go and have a sleep. He was about to be mean about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> I left it up a bit too long. Good. Yeah, you seem. I need a nap. <laughs> he definitely seems to at least still be conscious in there. I okay, really, okay. really need a nap. So um, let's go and do that. Okay, you head back to. Uh... <laughs> you head back to the. Uh... Well, actually, yeah. What do you want to head back to for the for your for your rest? Grimani's? Uh, Somewhere there'll be people on watch. Yeah, either that or um, the, uh, the the brass lantern because it's slightly closer. Yeah, maybe the brass lantern. Yeah, closer might be better. Okay. By the time you're by this time, sun the sun has already set. All right. Okay. As you make your way back. I need you all to give me a perception check. Dirty 20. Fuck's three. sake. <laughs> also three. Emily! <laughs> Again. <laughs> Across the city, in the time it takes you to get back, you hear, here and there, <laughs> distant sounds of gunshots, clashing, the occasional isolated scream. That's all you hear. They just, but they, but the moment, almost within fifteen minutes of the sun going down, and most of it from uh, most of it from the (coughs) south eastern edge of the city, from uh, the area around the uh, Weaver's Ward, and spreading out. Oh dear. As you pass by, you can see a lot of people. As you're making your way back to, was it Brass? Co- yeah, the Brass Lantern. Yeah. You're heading through the Glazers' Quarter, and you can see a lot of people are now huddling together, looking scared. And actually, in slightly better clothing for once, you can see the sort of ferret faced, uh, you know, weasel moustached fellow going, like, It is all right, my friends. You do not need to worry. You come to the silken sail. We keep you safe. Fucking hell. (laughs) 
Literally, if like a volcano just erupted <laughs> in the middle of the city, he'd be like, it's silken sail, we have no lava, just whores. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no shadows in the silken sail, <laughs> just the best boys and girls in town, and you can even come in for drinks now. Oh my god. And he does genuinely seem to be drumming up quite a lot of business. You can see yeah. several groups are like, yeah, fuck it, I don't want to be out in the streets tonight. I turn to the other two and go, I mean, that might be the best businessman I've ever seen. There's plenty of people who don't want to die a virgin. What's so good about his pub? He's got loads of really excitingly dressed people. It's like a giant fancy dress party. <laughs> I know what it is. For adults. <laughs> um, anyway. Paul's <laughs> is just looking between the two of you like, who's bullshitting who here? <laughs> I don't think either of us even know at this point. <laughs> Scam lived in a port town their whole life. Yeah. They know what a castle yeah. is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like they've probably run errands for brothels before. Yeah. <laughs> you might not have to give them the talk good good (laughs) so um, but yeah you head back to the brass lantern you uh, make you begin your you you take the time to rest to recover sleeping as well as you can you can see that uh, four you know, four figures are uh, are down in the bo- in the lower you know, bar. They give a nod to you as you enter. They seem to be planning to spend much of the night drinking, uh, not getting themselves absolutely plastered, but just sort of you know stealing their courage. And they seem to just be two kind of rough-looking uh, men and women, both you know, all humans, coupled with scars, and all of them packing. Uh, muskets and right. you know, shot and powder these seem to be your four you know the, the four thugs yeah. who are here to provide aid mm-hmm. so when you go in the morning you know, they, they confirm when you'll be heading off in the morning with you mm-hmm. right we'll be here and uh, we'll wait for you to finish your rests during the night you knowing that there are people keeping watch you are able to get a measure of rest and sleep I'm going to ask each of you oh Celestia by the way roll me a, de- roll me a, a, a an addiction check didn't I already do it for the one that I had no this is for shaking off your addiction okay cool 15 Okay, your addiction counter goes down to zero, uh, but you are currently you don't, but you only get half your hit dice back on this rest. Cool. <clears throat> so, can I have each? Well, I know what's yeah, Celestia. You, you have terrible sleep. Uh, can I have Celestia's Corson and Scamp roll me a d twenty each, please? Eight. Mm, seven. Scamp. Your dreams are plagued by scuffles in shadow. 
by images of young girls dying in the streets and rising again and clawing at you before being torn apart. But in this dream, it's Clara's face. Causing. Actually, I'll get to you in a moment. Celestia, you dream... <coughs> in your dream, it's like you're back in the... Uh, back in that... in the place you saw when you were in the corridor with the insanity uh, room. And there's a sense of being hunted and being chased. You see, once again, strangely, at one point, this uh, <coughs> this equine form race by with hooves of lightning and fire, uh, and something seems to be it's something. It's it's as if it's being ridden by a tall drow, staring haughtily down at you before it passes by. Do I see what they look like? You know what they look like. Your dreams are troubled. Causing. Mm -hmm. You find yourself <clears throat> dreaming about being in the flooded remnants of a town. Shadows peel from the edges of these from the edges of ruined buildings and flooded water. And they stand and they watch, and you see many of them are the shadows of different halflings. Some are human, but most are halflings. Mm -hmm. But they all keep a, a, away from you, because something is by you, holding a light. And you look up and you can see, holding a torch, is the lanky, pale form of Stringer Smith. For some reason, just walking with you, doesn't comment, doesn't speak, but seems to be walking by your side, keeping these figures at bay. What? By the time you wake, you, you feel troubled and uneasy and more than a little confused mm. by your dream. But in that hour, some would say the darkest immediately before dawn. You rise, prepared to fight off the shadows as they return from a night of furious hunting to their nest. And that is where we will pick up next time. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. The virus spreads its time to dread. We crush it where it rears its head. Amoral figures give their aid. We've almost scoured all the shade. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.